Hello and welcome back to the Duchess and the Baron. I'm the Baron. And I'm the Duchess. We are earless and squireless and Lady sees loverless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might be a bit don't know. Boring. <laughs> Uneventful. Yeah, just us two now. Less drunk. <laughs> we'll have to phone them in in a future episode. Yeah, currently it's what time for them? Like very s- late. Three in the morning. Yeah. Or early, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that was an interesting couple of episodes that we did about Ireland. Like uh, s- strangely, the listening back to the podcasts, all the serious stuff happened in part two rather than part one as we were drinking more. Um, I thought it would be the reverse. Um, apologies for some of the jokes that weren't that funny. At the moment, they seemed really funny. Uh, I hope you all got a laugh and learned some new interesting stuff about different perspectives. Yeah. <laughs> they're good yeah. episodes, yeah. They're entertaining. So this is sure. episode uh, 15, I believe. Wow. So we've been doing this for 15 weeks? Yeah. Ish. Yeah, 15 weeks-ish, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we took a little break, but yeah, about yeah. three months. Yeah, um, we we took a break. We did it on Costco Travel, which is our <laughs> sponsor <laughs> for the week. Um, had a nice trip, but... Um, I'm not much of a complainer. I don't think I've really ever complained about a a product before, but um, you don't want to talk about this. It was a good trip. Okay. I think it was good, but but you can add add what you'd like. No, I was just saying, um, yeah, Costco Travel is our sponsor, um, but it's good to be back. And and kudos to Costco Travel. Nothing against Costco Travel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Um, So sponsor of the week, Costco Travel. Um, get some great packages there. Uh, use code uh, Dutch and Baron, and it will do nothing. Um, so, what's the plan for this week? There's been quite a lot in the news I've heard. Yeah. So, if you haven't listened before, if this is your first time listening, the Duchess and the Baron, we are a married couple. The Baron is British. The Duchess, I'm American, and we live in the U.S. And we just kind of have this as our date night once a week to talk about the Royals because I'm very interested in the Royals and the Baron gives his perspective as a British man. Um, so, yeah, usually, you know, we'll, we'll change it up every once in a while with different things. But usually you can expect us to do a Royal Day in History, the Royal News of the Week, and then we usually have a topic and sometimes we'll play some games depending on. I don't know. I guess how our mood. Are, yeah. <laughs> and how tired we are. Yeah. So this week we're not going to do any games. Um, we're just going to get right into it. And we're going to start off with the Royal Day in History. So we usually record on Fridays, um, but it's been a bit hectic. So we're recording on Monday, April 17th. Um, so I have a couple of uh, royal events that have happened on this day. One more recently about Two years ago, and then one that happened in the 80s. Baron, can you guess what they are or who they're about? I was thinking about an 80s song, and, and I wasn't, when you said 80s, my mind went off to try to think, oh, it was Calvin Harris. Oh. In the 80s. And then I, I, I zoned out. So um, you said there was two. Two, well, yep, two royal days, events. Yeah. Two royal events or days in royal, what do you call it? Royal Day in History. Yeah. Two, two, two separate. And one's in the 80s. Yes. 
Um, that one was two years ago. Okay. Um, I'll start with the 80s one. Was it Prince Charles and Diana's wedding? No. But it has to do with them. So. Um, they had a child. Well, they already had a child at this point. They, they already had William. Um, but basically, on April 17th, uh, 1983 it was they began their tour of new zealand and australia mm. as we've seen in the crown so that's where they really showed that um princess diana was starting to get a lot of her popularity and people were loving her and kind of uh overshadowing prince charles at the time and he really didn't like that um and then i think they also showed where um her relationship with William, right? You know, he came on the well. He came on the tour. I don't know if he was supposed to come, um, but remember, he was on the plane with her. She was very adamant that he needed to mm-hmm. be by her, basically for most of the tour. Um, but there was a nice little part in it where her and Prince Charles kind of made up at some point, and were kind of like, "Hey, we're gonna try and work this out again." This is the crown, so it's not completely all factual but um yeah so there was like that nice little moment with them and then I think it kind of went back and and wasn't good again but yeah so so on this day in 1983 was the start of that tour wow yeah it was interesting that um I think that I think the, the actor that played Charles did an incredible job the the young Charles or the, young, the current the young, yeah well, in, in that particular episode mm-hmm. of and also, I think it's ridiculous, and, and, and I'm believing that this part is true, but the fact that they were expected to leave um, their son for, for months, mm-hmm. two or three months, mm-hmm. at a young age. Is I, think, I think it was a month-long tour, um, so it would have been about a month. But, I mean, if you think about it, the month. Queen left her eye, actually, so... Um, who is it, the squire or the earl got me this book. I really like it. It's like um, royal, like, like royal, useless royal information. That's not the title, but basically the gist of, of the title. It's something like that. Um, and I actually learned that uh, for Prince Charles's first Christmas, uh, Queen Elizabeth at the time, left him at home and she went to go see a party prince philip because i think that's when he was in the navy and stuff a bit I mean, cold yeah, but also <laughs> it's not gonna remember the first christmas it's probably i mean you could say that for william then how old wouldn't he have been here uh, 42 so how old is he now so let's see william in 1983 age he's in his 40s right so oh he was just nine months old he wouldn't have remembered that. <laughs> okay, fair point, fair yeah. point. Um, but yeah, so that is the on this day in the 80s. Um, and you can go, so we've actually found a really good blog website. And I follow them on Instagram as well. That kind of has like today in royal history, um, royalwatcherblog.com. Um, they have like all the events that happen whichever day you're looking for. So it's a really neat resource. Mm. And Royal Watcher blog. Yep, dot com. Dot com. Yeah. 
com. And I, oh, they got a dot com. Yeah. Fancy. And I think uh, I we also follow them on Instagram. They're the Royal Watcher, I believe. Um, yeah. So our second Royal event is a bit is a bit more sad. Can you guess who it involves, Baron? Two years ago, you said. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Philip, was it? It was Philip. So it was the funeral of Prince Philip at St. George's Chapel in Windsor Castle. Um, yeah, so as we know, he passed away peacefully at Windsor Castle a few months before his 100th birthday, and he was heavily involved in the planning of his own funeral, though they had to modify it due to the ongoing pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I think this is when, you know, the queen had to be like all by herself yeah. in the funeral, which yeah. was heartbreaking to see. Um, but yeah, so more of a sad one, but yeah, it's been two years without him. Just crazy. I didn't realize that there wasn't that much time between them both passing. Oh no, well, but that's what they usually say, right? With, you when, know. When one goes, yeah. Yeah, What's the other point? one usually doesn't last a lot. And I mean, they, he was almost a hundred. She was 96, yeah, right? I mean, so, I mean. Good innings. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is our royal day in history this week. Um, any any other comments you have about any of that, Baron? Two pretty big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, monumental. Um, yeah, so we will go into the royal events. Um, our last episode, I feel like we didn't go into <laughs> the royal events too much. Um, so... What we recorded that April 5th. So I'm going to kind of go back and kind of recap what's happened since April 5th, which I know is a little bit further back, but um, but I'm going to do it anyways. Oh, I did have a question. Yes. So that, that book that you mentioned, something about uh, useless knowledge of the royals. Yeah, yeah, let me go get it. Okay. And, and, then, and then I'll tell everyone. Okay. Right. Okay. Yes, so I have that book in my hand. I, I, I went and grabbed it. So it's the book of Royal Useless Information by Noel Botham and Bruce Montag. Um, yeah, and we will put a link to the book in the description for this episode. I really enjoy it. It's really good. It just has like a lot of random facts. And it goes from Queen Elizabeth to Princess Diana. It even has Princess Anne and Zara in there. And then it even goes like way back in like the Tudors um and then there's some like the house of york from 1461 to 1485 the house of lancaster um yeah so there's a lot of like cool facts in here that i don't find useless any pictures no pictures no Um, pictures but they're quick like they're they're little like like bullet points yep that's very nice they're great well um what would you give it out of 10 this book Mm -hmm. i mean i I'd, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? No, maybe I'd give it, I don't know what year this came out in, maybe like an 8 just because, and maybe they have like a more updated version, but in this book, um, it came out, I think, before Queen Elizabeth died, so there's some things about Prince Charles and like the Duchy of Cornwall and stuff, which obviously aren't, you know, accurate, accurate now, but, yeah. but that's just because, so yeah, so I'd probably like just mark off a point. For that, um, but they could have an updated version so by now. A solid nine, you think? Yeah, I think a solid nine. Um, if you like the Royals, it's just fun. And like, I don't know, if you just want to like skim a page, it's yeah. easy reading. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Um, it's a British book, so it's uh, it sells for 
nine pounds or eight pounds ninety nine, um, and I'm sure, we'll, like we said, we'll put the affiliate link on. But um, yeah, and if you follow us on Instagram, I'm doing the royal fact of the day, and 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 this is my source. So well, there you go. You've given it away. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna get into the royal events. So um, the rest of our events will be basically this last week. Um, but there's one that I want to point out that was a little bit ago, but it was after our last episode. And I think the Baron's going to have more, more context to this because we don't have this in the U.S. Um, but on April 6th, it was the Royal Mondi service. And it was the first one that Charles attended as the monarch, you know, as king. So following a tradition going back hundreds of years, the king presented Mondi money to 74 men and 74 women in recognition of the work they they do for their church and community. And since the reign of Henry IV, the number of recipients has been determined by the monarch's age. So King Charles is 74, so he gives Mondi money to 74 men and 74 women. So uh, Baron, can you tell us what... Is the Royal Mondi, sir? What is Mondi? It, do, it does ring a bell. Um, how we, how would you spell Mondi? M A U N D Y. We need a Lady C's lover here Mondi. for this. He'd actually probably know. So it happens each year on the Thursday before Easter Sunday. So Mondi Thursday or Holy Thursday is the day during Holy Week that commemorates the washing of the feet feast. Feet and last. Wait, wait, watch washing of the feet, right? Washing of the feet and last supper of Jesus Christ with the apostles, as described in the canonical gospel. It is the fifth day of Holy Week, preceded by Holy Wednesday and followed by Good Friday. Um, yeah. So, in in total, they all they each get like five pound fifty, which isn't probably even their bus fare to get to. Yeah. Um. It was just thinking, yeah, the, the washing of the feet. We had this weird thing with our daughter, who's nearly three. All of a sudden, just before she goes to bed, she goes, kiss my feet. It's the strangest thing. She's just started it. Do you think she's watched something like on Disney, like a princess kiss? I, I don't think. I mean, where I the hell is kiss my I, feet? I don't know. It's it's strange, and I hope she uh, gets out of this. She wants. It's like I get the hand, like when somebody kisses the hand on like Disney. Or like with the royal family, but yeah. she also wants you to kiss the bottom of her feet, which are usually like kind of very dirty. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. It's strange. Hopefully, we'll get. Pa- well, hey, if anyone's listening and has kids, and uh, their kid went through that period, let yeah, us let know. Us know. <laughs> let us know what feet you did kissing. to Ugh. get you know get out of that little whatever. It's a very. I just hope this isn't the beginning of something that she gets into, like. Only fans when she's older. Oh my gosh, no, she's she's two. So feet kissing. Oh. Ugh. Anyways, um, so yeah, so it's nothing to do with feet kissing. Apparently, more than <laughs> but it does. They do washing your feet. Yeah. No, I, I've heard of it, mm-hmm. but I don't know much about it. Okay. So sorry that that conversation is probably going to die a death. That yeah. Well, he, well here. Um, so at this service, the Royal Monty service, the British monarch. <laughs> distributes small silver coins known as Mondi money, legally the king's Mondi money, 
as symbolic alms to elderly recipients. So I guess it's a tradition and, um, yeah, it started or um, it's kind of been happening since King, what, who was it? King, or Henry the Fourth. So, yeah, um, and then the other royal events we're going to talk about are just from this last week. Last week, yeah, this Monday. So it's going to be from last week. And there's a lot that happened. Um, so I'm going to just summarize, and if there's anything that the Baron wants to kind of get more into or I do, then then we'll elaborate. Um, so, yeah, so on Sunday, April 10th, it was Easter and we saw the king, queen consort, and members of the royal family attend the Easter service at St. George's Chapel in Windsor. Um, we did a little reel on everyone that went going into the, the chapel. Um, the colors everyone was wearing was blue and pink. Um, I don't, you know, there's been discussion whether this is a little um, kind of I don't know the word you want to call it, but, you know, as Megan said, you can't wear the same mm. color. And, and this is the second time after the Christmas carol that they've all worn pretty much the same color. Um, but, yeah, the Prince and Princess of Wales were there, which was r really nice to see them. Their kids are on Easter holiday. Is, is that what it is? Easter yeah, holiday. Yeah. Um, so so they always take a break while their kids are on break. But they come out for the Easter service. And it was just good seeing the royal, the other, you know, royal family members. We saw the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh. We even saw like Zara Tyndall, Mike, and their family. So um, it does seem like a royal family affair. Um, and then, so the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh have been busy. On Monday, April 11th, the Duchess of Edinburgh visited at His Majesty's naval base, Portsmouth. Mm -hmm. Portsmouth, yeah. Yep, and uh, she visited to meet the people bringing HMS Daring back to life. So she met with personnel from the Royal Navy who are supporting the ship's upkeep. Have you been to HMS Daring, Baron? No, Have you been tell me more about that. What, what type of, uh, um, is it a battleship, is it a destroyer? What type of class is it? So the first Royal Navy Type 45 destroyer, 151 meters long, 8,000 tons and packed with the latest in air warfare technology. Do you think this is in response to Russia, is it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, she visited there. Um, and then on Wednesday, April 12th, the Duke of Edinburgh visited Cam Cambridgeshire. Cambridgeshire, yeah. First visiting Harry Specter's factory to recognize the wonderful employment opportunities they provide for autistic people. So Harry's Factors is a chocolate factory, correct? How are you spelling this? Harry Specter? Like Harry? So Harry and then the Spectre. and then S P E C T E R S. So it's a oh, chocolate I'm, factory. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I never heard of so it. So he helped make a chocolate bar there and they had their own royal command performance when the duke opened their new theater. And the Duchess of Edinburgh Awards students shared their experiences. And he, uh, I, think, I think there was a plaque as well. So, uh, <laughs> and then the Duke later opened Viva Arts New Theater before meeting a group of the Duke of Edinburgh 
Awards students at the Open Awards Center, a charity offering the program to those who may not get chance to do theirs in school. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So he did that, and then the same day, the Duchess of Edinburgh had separate engagements. So she attended MenCap Health Inequalities Summit at St. Bar. Bartholomew's Hospital in London to learn more about the healthcare inequalities faced by people with a learning disability. So she has been a patron of MenCap since 2002, and it's a charity which values and supports people with learning disabilities, their families, and carers. Their vision is a world where people with a learning disability are va- are valued equally, listened to, and included. So I think that I mean I I really like the Duchess of Edinburgh. I really respect her. I love. Her engagements, I think she does, you know, impactful engagements and things that anything, really matter. With so, mental health. Yeah. You and know. actually just giving somebody, somebody a um, uh, belonging, but also um, mm-hmm. something like a, oh gosh, what's the word? A reason just to. Yeah. I, I don't, that, that's not the word I want to use, but um, yeah, just, just something that's important to them that they mm-hmm. yeah. use. I, I, you know, I think it's. Especially for sites, it's really important. Yep, definitely. So, yes, she did this this week. And then before previously on our last episode, we, we talked about how she opened up the Veterans, was it Orthopedic Center? Um, and so she was giving back to the Veterans Society. Um, yeah, so I just I just, I just, just think she's a lovely lady. <laughs> Might be a little bit biased. Probably not, like, published. She, she, she's no just Sarah. In her house, Fer- she has books. She's no Sarah she Ferguson. Not? Why wouldn't she have that? Do you think she? I don't. I don't think. Are they allowed to publish books? With Sarah Ferguson. Oh. I mean Sarah. Yeah, I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. And so then on uh, Thursday, April thirteenth, at Windsor Castle, the King received the Chief Executive Officer and Director of the Royal Mint, who presented His Majesty with coins created in commemoration of his upcoming coronation. So, have you actually seen those? No, I'd like to see photos? it. Photos. Um, let me see if I can bring it up. Let me see. It's going to be interesting going back to the UK and um, seeing the, the Royal Mint like new. Yeah. Uh, you can't really, can't really see it in this one. But yeah, I mean, it's his head, so you know what his head looks like. <laughs> Wait, what? Where is it in this? Uh, the lady is is holding. Oh, yeah. Let me see anything in that. Yeah, okay. Well, let let me do some googling, and see if I can it's, find it. Just, it. It's not. It's it's the back of the coin as well, so it's not even the head side. I will find it. We don't. Funnily enough, though, as she's showing this, her Apple Watch. uh, So this is a a lady. What says the king was presented with coins created by the royal mint in commemoration of his uh, Majesty's upcoming five pound coin. A five pound coin, which is ridiculous. Um, Ridiculous. How so? Here you go. It's a note. Here we go. There it is. I would. You know what? If I was king at seventy four. I would say I'd slip them some money and say, can you just do me when I was like 27? Like, let's not give me all the saggy skin and... Uh, he'd probably get a lot of pushback for it. Can't I'm like, do anything, I'm king, right? woo, woo. Um, But anyway, as, as this woman's showing her, I'm guessing she's from the Roman, 
Um, yeah, so that so one was a chief executive officer and director of the Royal Mint. So they're like... And as she's showing it, her Apple Watch uh, activities come up on the screen. And she's about mm, ha, ha. somewhere between... Is she close to her steps A today? half and two thirds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you. I see it. I see it. <laughs> um, ridiculous. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, okay. Would you would you like your face on a coin or a stamp or a? I mean, note? yeah. Who, oh, who okay. else gets their face on? Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. Yolo. Yolo. Okay. Did you have any more comments, or do you want me to move on to the no, next? Let's, let's move okay. on. Yeah. So on the same day, the Duchess of Edinburgh visited. Oglesby Center. Probably probably Oglesby. Oglesby Center at Halley St. Peter's in Manchester. The Halley. How'd you spell it? H-L-L-E and the E has like a tilde. Yeah, I guess Halley, yeah. Okay, yeah. The Halley was originally opened by Her Royal Highness as patron in 2013. The Oglesby Center is a rehearsal, performance, education, and an- ancillary spaces for the prestigious Halley orchestra and choir um she also revealed a plaque there i think the duke and the duchess revealed multiple plaques in the last week so chocolate factory um and at the halley (laughs) (laughs) and then later the duchess as the proud patron of caring for life visited craig house farm in leeds in leeds Yep, you know that yep. place you've been. Where she met with small groups of beneficiaries, volunteers, and staff on the 35th anniversary of the charity. At the Little Granary, Her Royal Highness took a short tour of the stables and saw some of the ponies that the Duchess's trust donated funds to purchase. That's nice. 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 <laughs> okay, we have one last one, and then we're going to get into the coronation and all of that news because there's so much. But this one, I, so um, this one's going to be about the king. And there were some really good photos that I think he looked great in, like. Okay, flirt. No, no, (laughs) just like he looks, I don't know. I'll I'll show the baron and he just looks, he looks like a king in it. Um, But yeah, so on Friday, April 14th, the king inspected the 200th Sovereign's Parade at the Royal Military Academy at Sandhurst. During the parade, 171 officer cadets were commissioned as army officers. The parade marks completion of 44 weeks of intensive training for the officer cadets, all of whom hold His Majesty's commission as of midnight on the day of the parade. So among those on the parade or in the parade were 26 international cadets from 15 countries who have become commissioned officers in their new countries. So His Majesty presented the new colors and sovereign's banner because previously it was Queen Elizabeth to the receiving ensigns before giving an address and presenting the prize winner's awards, including the Sword of Honor. The old colors belonging to Her Late Majesty were also marched onto the parade with the cadets passing the statue of Queen Elizabeth II, at which point a salute, a salute will be given. So I thought that was um, great to see, um, and another kind of of his first as monarch, but both of his children, um, Harry and... Uh, William actually attended and um, graduated. I don't know if that's what 
you yeah, call yeah, it, yeah. from from this academy. And, and he did mention how proud he was of both of them in his speech. So I thought that was really mm. sweet, especially everything that's kind of going on with um, with with everything, as uh, I think every, the, the whole world knows. Um, so, yeah, so 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 he said some nice things about them and uh, the pictures were great. He looks very kingly. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Always bloody raining when they're doing these uh, presentations and stuff. Yeah. Well, I think it rains um, in the UK a lot. I've heard. Um, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, th- so that is the royal news other than the coronation, Sorry, which we'll I talk about to, next. I wanted to say, um, so we've been watching uh, the HBO uh, hit show um, Succession with Brian Cox, who's a, a Scottish actor or British actor, you'll have seen him from um, the Bourne series, and uh, was in Braveheart. Um, you, you, like if you if you're not Mission Impossible, I think he was in as well. Big, big, pretty big name, but really, you know, Succession has seen him do a lot of commercials uh, from it. The conversation. So when you said to us, like uh, Charles did this speech and kind of said proud of both his boys from from graduating. I I keep on seeing like similarities between succession and the royal family in terms of the bickering and who's trying to get do you see that? Well who's Harry? Is he like Kendall or something? Probably. Who's William then? Um Con <laughs> Con <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think I don't think there's a like for like, but um maybe Charles was Kendall. Hmm. Yeah, because he always said I think the things we can do another way, um, like with the Queen, like modernizers. Yeah, yeah. Do you think pre Megan maybe Harry was Rome Roman? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then he just went a little wild. Yeah, but it's a good show. It's a good show. Like if we weren't sponsored by Costco Travel, which fortunately we have terms with them that we are uh, contractually agreed to to be sponsored by them for episode fifteen, um, it would be Succession. <laughs> well, maybe next week. Yeah, no. but good, good show. This uh, and, and if you do watch Succession, and you have heard of the royal family, let us know if you think of any similarities. Mm, maybe what would be a uh, oh might not it, be a it, good a reel, but I was like, if we, uh, I think uh, I don't know if that'd be the greatest idea, but I, 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 uh, I maybe the Baron can put it together. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you some. I'll, I'll, t- I'll <laughs> what's it? I'll take the. Uh, um, the heat if it if it goes poorly. There we go. Yeah. They like this is the Barons. Okay, yeah. um, yeah. So next we're gonna get into the coronation news. There's a lot. Um, so I hope I remembered all of it and and we get to it all because it's been a little while since we recorded. Um, the first one we're gonna talk about is the coronation concert. Um, so we have a lineup. So I think last well I think our last few episodes we've we've talked about Lionel Richie. Um, being one of the headliners, and um, another one now is Katy Perry, um, and we're gonna get into a bit of drama between maybe Katy and Megan in a second as well. Hello. Oh, I this is I, a long I, intro. <laughs> I've been alone with you inside my 
You're not going to do some some fire Hello, is it me you're looking for? Do you think he'll start with that? Oh, we Maybe. should have a wager. We should do a five-pound coin wager on what his first song would be. Ah. Personally, I think it's going to be Dancing on the Ceiling or um, All Night Long. I think it'll be All Night Long. That's one of the Baron's personal favorites. Which was the one I was very all drunk to. All Night Long. I think it was Dancing to the Ceiling. No, it was All Night Long. I have the video still. I can prove it. We can bet 10 bucks and I'll, yeah. and I'll win that. Um, yeah, so, so, so we have him. We have Katy Perry, who's the next big one. Jesus. Um, which, so uh, I think a question that I've seen a lot is like, what connection do these people have with King Charles or the royal family? And I'm going to get into that in a little bit because I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, they're British. I, I thought they'd at least be British, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, but I, I want to talk about other other um, confirmed artists as well. So we have um, Andrea Bocelli. I know his last name. Yes, I was going to talk to you about uh, him. Oh, okay. So um, you've talked about Katy Perry, Lionel, Andrea Bocelli. Uh, I'm probably guessing you know where he's from. Italy. That's right. Um, but do you know any of his songs? He's more, is it more like uh, instrumental so he, right? he's a, a operatic, mm-hmm. um, but he's blind. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is in- insane. Um, I'm trying to see. There was there's one that he. I mean, he's you know hugely popular. So I think Andrew Bocelli. Out I of think the he'll be three great. Is that you've mentioned is the, uh, the, um, the the biggest? Yeah, I mean, when you think of him, I think coordination. When I think of the other two, I I, I don't know. Are they going to play Firework? Uh. That's what I was thinking, right? It's just... I'm just trying to think of this. Oh, is this them? This is with Josh Groban. Yeah, and Josh Groban is amazing. So, should have brought him on as well. So, I, I'm a... So I think this, if, if you don't know who Andrew Bocelli is, this is just kind of the, so this is his most favorite one. Yep. Time yeah. to say goodbye. I think Conte de Patero. So yeah, time to say goodbye. Um, I'm pretty sure Bluey, for any parents that listen to this, have actually used this, this song as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very excited to see that. Oh, amazing. So for the next 40 minutes, <laughs> we're just going to play Andrea Picelli. We'll, uh, we'll end with Conte del Petero. Okay. Um, yeah, so those I think are the three biggest ones. Um, these other ones, I, 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 I personally don't know. Um, I'm not familiar with them, but maybe it's American or maybe I just don't listen to them. Um so, uh, I was trying to favorite it, but I, I, I couldn't. There we go. So first we have British pop group Take That. Would you like to hear some Take That? Sure. Well, I know Keeping Up With The Wizards podcast is like very excited, but they, they want, I don't know if it's like the lead singer or one of the members to kind of Gary come back Bala. for this. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, um, so Bobby I've, Yeah. So I've only seen things off their Instagram and that's the only reason why I know. Um 
But yeah, I mean, are they so, as good as the Spice Girls though? They they were the um, original Spice boy, Girls. boy band equivalent oh. at the time. Um, and yeah, I, you know what? I I can't I can't knock the uh, out of all the boy bands. Take that was the biggest British one, mm-hmm. um, and they they do have some pretty good songs. But it all is Gary Barlow who is the, the lead singer, and Robbie Williams. So Gary Barlow wrote the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is probably, I don't know if this was like a Christmas number one, but this is probably the biggest one. Does it feel 90s? Yeah. Very British with the uh, strings. It's like a Love Actually type of... Uh, it is, yep. Four weddings, yep. if you will. I guess that is time. Yeah. That we should give up. I think it's time. We'll get to the chorus. I want you to rate this out of ten oh, and okay. compare it to NSYNC because that's your favourite oh. American one. This is bringing back nostalgia. Okay, chorus is coming in. Whatever I said, whatever I did, I didn't mean it. I just want you back for good. Do you want think? You back? Do you think they'll sing this at back? the coronation? Um, I they've I mean they've got some <laughs> they've got some good hits. I'd, if they don't, I think people would riot. Yeah. To be fair, that as a group of men, they've aged quite well. Yeah, better than like the Backstreet Boys. Yes. Better than yeah, I mean, back, back Better than Justin Timberlake. Uh, on the same because he's probably the on, on the same biggest, part of yeah. Justin, but they're also a bit older. Yeah. They're, they're oh oh no! Five. So they're probably um, what's that band? Step by step. You know who new, new kids. New kids on the block. Are they like? So they came out in like ninety five. I'd say. Oh. Well, new kids came out before then. Yeah. But I think Insync that that was like Insync. Britney Spears era, but they're older than them. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Oh, um, formed in 1990, uh, but Back for Good, that song was in 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, 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 they've done well. I mean, geez, I mean, I say they've aged well, but some of these. So he, Gary Barlow, he is um, how old? handsome man. Yeah. He's 52. Looks pretty good. Probably better than Daniel Craig, right? Huh? Well, Daniel Craig's isn't he? He's much older. Is he? Is that Daniel? Uh, Is he not? No. Let's see. He's Wait. older than fifty-two. Well, by how much though? I don't know. Is he in his sixties? It's fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't look. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to her, Daniel. I still love you. Well, Rachel, his wife. She's cracking. <laughs> Um, you oh, can't she. say anything because she's got dark hair and dark eyes. Like oh, she's really pretty. I always liked her in The Mummy. And um, the movie with Ryan Reynolds, definitely, maybe. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So take that, take that. So yeah, I I like take that. Okay, so the Baron's gonna be excited for this coronation concert. It's also on. The, so it's the Sunday after the coronation. It's on May seventh. Um, and then we also have a few other says UK talent, mm-hmm. Sir Bryn Turfel. No idea. I think that's how you say it. Sorry if it's not. Freya Ridings. 
Yeah, no, lived out the country too long to know who that is. Oh, and Alexis French. Yeah, same. Okay. Well, those are uh, three other talents um, that are going to be there as well. But let's bring it back to Lionel and Katie. And, like, why are they part of this? There is is one... Uh, f- oh. confirmed member that you've you've forgotten oh, um, but which is more in the line with uh, I think Andrew Bocelli and um, probably what well they're also going to have like the coordination they have a choir and orchestra as well so um, where, where is it taking place Windsor Windsor Castle yes the, the concert is yes um, so this is uh, I'm trying to see if this uh you, you know this one. I'm trying to guess who it is. Isn't this like the Phantom of the Opera? Oh, it is. I've seen the Phantom of the Opera in person. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, somebody's got some disposable income. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's going to it, yeah. So I think that's... Well, he did. He's the one that made the piece for, like, the coronation. Um, ah, okay. I don't... Uh, it's not officially called the coronation piece, but um, some of the new music commissioned for the for the um, coronation. But yeah, they'll also have, like, the coronation orchestra there. They have a choir as well. Um, so that there there are more than this. Um yeah, but yeah, no, I think I think we mentioned that previously because he confirmed quite early, um, and you know, because he was going to commission the piece and everything like that. Um, but now going back to why Katie, what is Katie and Lionel's connection? So did you know that, which I totally forgot? They're both judges on American Idol. Mm. Totally forgot that. So they're friends, maybe. Probably. Um, but yeah, but so they've both known King Charles for years. The fireworks singer has served as an ambassador of the British Asian Trust, a charity co-founded by Prince Charles to tackle poverty and transform lives in South Asia since 2020. Um, is uh, is Katy Perry is that, is that a song that's just known by fireworks? If you think if you thought of Katy Perry, what was her song, her marquee song? You you think fireworks? I mean, I think she has a lot, but firework, is that the one where she had, like, the f- fire boobs? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she had fire boobs. Oh, yeah, like, didn't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, firework's one of her big ones, yes. Yeah. Why? Uh, what What do you know? No, I, I don't know. I, 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 I like the um, the one with Snoop Dogg that she did with uh, Waking Up in Vegas. Yeah. And then what was one of the first ones that she did where she was at the, the altar uh, getting married? Oh, where she was talking about kissing a girl. I kissed a girl and I oh, liked it. Oh, that's it, yeah, that, yeah. Of course you'd like that one. No, that doesn't get me off. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fireworks just you know, maybe. I mean, maybe I think that's one of her, like, more, uh, it's not recent. But I, I feel recent. like she, she oh. was on a big trajectory around that time, like the same as, like, Lady Gaga and Rihanna. Well, then she met then. Orlando. I just don't feel she's done much. Well, she's recently. with Orlando Bloom now. Married. I think they're married. Anyways. And he hasn't done much for a long time. Well, we're going to get into some of that drama in a second. Bloomy baby. Okay. Um, so Lionel Richie was appointed the first global ambassador and first chairman of the Global Ambassador Group for the Prince's Trust in 2019. 
So Charles established the charity in 1976 to provide disadvantaged youth with the resources they need to reach their full potential. The organization states it has since worked with over 1 million young people, including Idris Elba as a teenage actor, which is one of the Baron's uh, favorites. So I knew you'd like that. I do. Um, But yeah. Zoe, come on. Where is it? Idris Elba. (laughs) So that is... um, Yeah, so, so, so that's their connection. So again, for this concert, BBC Studios production is going to organize this upcoming concert and it will be broadcast live from the grounds of Windsor Castle. So um, mm. that, so we'll see Bocelli perform a duet with Turf, Turfell, Turfell. Okay. A, a Grammy award-winning bass baritone who was honored with a knighthood for his services to music in 2017. And then take that trio, Gary Barlow, Howard Donald, and Mark Owen will also perform in their first live show since 2019. Um, yeah, and then there's the Coronation Choir that will also be giving a performance and then a virtual choir comprised of singers from across the Commonwealth, which I think that's really nice. Um, that's if it's live, it's got all the uh, the possibilities of being an absolute fuck up. Yeah, well, hopefully not, Baron. You know what? Let's look at the positivities. I, I remember, um, how much of the, the millennium do you remember when it turned to... I mean, I, I, I was young. You were seven? Yeah. That's young. Is that not yeah. young? Yeah, but you you were in the US. Yeah. Do you remember any of it? Remember what? The, the millennium. <laughs> when it turned midnight. Did you stay up till midnight? I mean, I don't... I, I don't... It anyway, wasn't like... Anyway, they, did, they tried to do something like that... Um, on BBC, where it went from different from people like uh, artists to people's homes, and they had to sing part of this uh, song, which was a beautiful day. Um, it's such a perfect day. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Lou Reed or something, and it was horrendous. It, I mean, technology has come a long way, but um, yeah, horrendous. <sighs> okay, sorry. Um, what else? Yeah, so now we're going to get into some of the royalty because of Katy Perry and Meghan Markle because, of course, it has there has to be something with Meghan Markle. Um, so Ma- Is she performing? <laughs> no. Um, so Katy Perry and her husband, Orlando Bloom, are neighbors of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry in Montecito, and it's been said that um, at least Orlando Bloom has been friends with them. But there's been some slightly awkward vibes between Megan and Katie due to a con- comment that Kate- Katie made about Megan's wedding dress. Um, and there's also a part about Orlando that the Baron will know this show. Um, so basically, what Katie said about her wedding dress. Um, so, Baron, I'm showing you her wedding dress. Her wedding dress is pretty, right? Um Meghan Markle's wedding dress. Um, So Katie said in 2018, she said, I would have done one more fitting. I'm never not going to tell the truth. One more fitting, but I love you. Kate, 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 one, Kate, one. Mm. But she did go on to add, I'm so happy for them. And you know, I don't know them from Adam, but it's amazing what she's doing with all this, her humanitarian efforts. You know, the fact that she's a proud feminist. I love all that. I support her as another woman. 
and love her and wish them both well. So from that, um, her comment about basically that she would have done one more fitting <laughs> for the wedding dress, Megan obviously did not like. I mean, who would like that comment? Yeah. Um, and then Kate won? I don't. I haven't seen the Kate won part. But I definitely know the fitting part. But this is the first time I've seen that Kate one part in 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 the in this quote. Yeah, I mean, no one would like it. I would also say that if you're marrying a prince, um, I mean, okay, I'm not gonna hate. She looked beautiful on her wedding day. But if you do look at it, like, but it depends what look she's going for. I mean, it's I not. Like, it's so. not a tight you're fit. Right. There's you're not. Right. It's not a tight fitted. Very different to Kate's. I mean, no, but it's it is. It's more matronly. No, but it is. So there are. Um, so for her wedding dress, she did get inspiration. Or people have said, you know, she, she, she's, she's gotten inspiration from another royal dress that looks different. But I mean, I don't know. And there's obviously been rumors that are like, well, she had this other dress. And then. I don't know exactly what happened, so last minute, they had to put together this. I don't know. Everything's rumors, right? I mean... I Sort of go back to the picture, so... I mean, uh, her second dress is beautiful. Yeah. So, the, what the, the Duchess is showing me now is... Um, what was what, what it called? Like a... What's that type of line where it goes just below a collarbone? Is that a Oh, well, style? like her... like. I mean, everyone knows what her wedding dress... Looks yeah, the second one I, I really like. It's, it's beautiful. Did you yeah, had, you had two, did you? I had two as well, yes. Because it was a royal event. It was a royal, yeah. Yeah, the Duchess is <laughs> getting married, so <laughs> yeah, bring, duh. Bring, bring back the um, the hottie with Kate. What? That one, yeah. Oh, oh, oh you want to see Kate? I think Kate's... I, I prefer that style, so it's got a little bit... What do you call that crap on the... Uh, Tool, not tool, tool but tool. like. Yeah, no, uh, I think you're right. Tool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I prefer. We need to have some uh, royal style. But it, it's more clingy. Um. No, no, but Kate's isn't like super like tight. Any, but it's I not? mean it. How is it not? No, I mean it's on a the corset, top, isn't it? Is that? That's like a corset type mm, of stuff. I don't know, but I mean, if you just look at the top, like. I just think she's going at to at a toga party. Well, I mean, Megan. <laughs> That's not a nice thing. You no, I don't like it. I think I think she's a very pretty lady. Megan is. Uh, I think she'd look cracking in what Kate's wearing. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I like her second dress, but the first dress, like, you can look at it here too. Like, even if you look like yeah, where the, the armpit the are, area yeah. is supposed you to know. be, like that, that 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 part should not be. It's not sagging, but there's too much material. Yeah, there. you're right. Actually, maybe she's right then. So do you know? Um, but I wouldn't post it on Twitter or whatever. Um, do you know those? Um, I have like Under Armour uh, t-shirts that I put when I play soccer when yeah. it's cold. Yeah, I have one that's like skin tight. Mm-hmm. Right, so you, you can't get your shirt pulled and stuff like that. It just keeps you warm. I bought some on Amazon at the beginning of winter, mm-hmm. and it's like that. And when they came, I was like, "Oh, yeah, this isn't what it's. It's not clingy material. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Yeah, okay. That I I see what she's saying now. Yeah, it's just so. Like, still wouldn't say it. What a bit. Yeah, no, no. You, you Yeah, you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't want to say that about another woman, and you know where you know that would come back and probably upset her 
uh, sorry, I was just trying to find on Instagram, there's been like this whole debate on this, and I was trying to find whose page it was on, and of course I can't find it now. Um, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, she still looks beautiful. She's a beautiful lady, but um, I do see where, where Katie's yeah, coming from. Yeah. Um, still wouldn't say it. Yeah, but I mean, if you're marrying a prince, like, you would think your dress would be like impeccable. Yeah, um, I mean, you've, you've got people for that, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that is the, you know, the, the, there might be a little awkwardness with them. So I guess good thing Megan's not going to the coronation. But then the other thing, which I know the Baron will like this. Um, so what is Orlando Bloom's connection to all of it? So so it says he has a good relationship with Megan and Harry, of course. Um, but did you know... Who he played in a certain show. Yeah, he was that cartoon that we watched. And yeah. It was he played like a royal... Uh, he played Prince Harry in it. Oh, did he actually play Prince Harry? Yeah, he played Prince Harry. Whoa. Because it only had one season, right? Yeah, it didn't, yeah I think uh, it, it got a lot of backlash. The Prince. It was the Prince. It got a lot of backlash, so they canceled it. Um, but yeah, so he actually it, played it Prince w- Harry in it. It wasn't... We watched it. What's it what was it called? The Prince. Oh, it was called The Prince. I mean, I wouldn't, like, recommend it. And it was on Prince Louis. It was about Prince Louis, right? As, a, like, a little stuck stuck up... I mean, they, they definitely no, attacked... Louis, no, they like, George and stuff. It was they George, they yeah. attacked the Wales children, which I was like, you know what, that kind of, like, I don't know, they're kids. Um, if you're going to try... Well, I, I mean, it's all... Fi- I mean, it was... <laughs> like, it was nothing based on them except for their names. Like, there was no... Yeah. There was, but there was still, no I don't know. Imagine being a kid, and then you grow up, and you're like, oh, my gosh, there's this show that makes fun of me, makes you look horrible, and, like... Yeah, well, it was it's just... It I was mean, poor taste, I Prince think. Prince Philip was dead in it before he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not recommend the show, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, we watched... I mean, I got maybe a couple of laughs, but it just felt like it didn't really know what it was Yeah, doing. kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is the royalty there. I'm going to go over just some more um, things, obviously, about the coronation. Um, that, And then last we will get to more Megan stuff because, of course, there's news on that. Um, so, yes, so more details have been released. So the route or the route <laughs> has been released of the king and queen consort. So on the morning of the coronation, their majesties will travel in the Diamond Jubilee State Coach in a procession to Westminster Abbey. The king's procession will depart Buckingham Palace through the center gate and proceed down the mall, passing through Admiralty Arch. Yep. And along the south side of Tra- oh, Trafalgar yep. Square, Trafalgar, yep. down Whitehall, and along Parliament Street to the Abbey. The procession from Westminster Abbey to Buckingham Palace, the coronation procession, will take the same route with Her Majesty traveling in the Gold State coach. So they'll get to go into two different coaches. And if you want to see pictures and stuff of the coaches, um, it's on oh, wow. the Royal Family's page. I think it, it, it actually, you can actually see these coaches. They're usually on display in the Royal Muse in London. Um, and they've been used at every coronation since that of William the Fourth in 1831. So when it's not a coronation, you can actually go and like check it out and stuff. Um, but those are the two and the route that they're going to go by. And then another thing that I, you know, as I've said before, here in the U.S., we um very proud of our military and stuff. And I thought this 
um, was great of them to do. So uh, thousands of armed forces are going to take part. So more than 6,000 armed forces armed forces members will take part in King Charles' coronation, making it the largest military ceremonial operation in 70 years. So personnel from across the UK and Commonwealth will, will join the processions. Thousands of veterans have also been invited to watch the coronation from a special viewing platform on May 6th. They will join NHS workers on a stand in front of Buckingham Palace. Um, yeah, and then so they, it, they'll be part of the procession as well as a fly past. The first procession will be smaller in scale and will feature just under 200 members of the armed forces who will travel down the mall to Trafalgar Square before turning onto Whitehall where they will march to Westminster Abbey. And then flanking them on either side will be over a thousand personnel from the Army, Navy, and RAF. Who will line the route? RAF, uh, RAF, Royal, 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 Air oh, Royal Air Force. Yeah. So um, you can expect to see them. Here's a little picture for the Baron. Um, so that'll be neat to see. Yeah. No, that's really fancy. <laughs> yes, it is really fancy. Um, and then let's see what else do we have. Um, we have oh regalia to be used at the coronation and the Queen Consort. So these are just some of the crown jewels that they will use. Um, I'll just quickly go through them. St. Edward's crown. And that's the most important and sacred of all the crowns and is used at the moment of coronation. Mm -hmm. So I think we see pictures of Queen Elizabeth in that. The imperial state crown. It's the crown that King Charles will wear as they leave Westminster Abbey. Pretty, nice purple. It is, it is. Queen Mary's crown will be used for the coronation of the queen consort. And I think we have talked about this in previous episodes with the controversial diamond that they are mm, the diamond amending. In the rough. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have the coronation spoon. So, And it's used for anointing the sovereign with holy oil, the most sacred part of the coronation ceremony, which this part, will not be on the TV viewing um, because it is the most sacred part of the whole ceremony. Um, but I think everything else will be. But, I mean, it makes sense. It, it, it's a sacred moment. Uh, the ampulla, the gold ampulla, is used to hold the consecrated oil with which a sovereign is anointed during the coronation ceremony. The sovereign's orb, so this is what you see the monarch uh-huh. is presented with when he kind of, like, turns around and... You know, <laughs> the sovereign specter with the cross. So it represents the sovereign's temporal power and is associated with good governance. So again, when he turns around and he has his orb and his scepter, I think that's it. No, the sovereign's scepter with dove. So this is representing the sovereign's spiritual role with the dove representing the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that's all the ones there. Um, I'm gonna get a little top up. Do you want? Do you want to pause, and or do you have yeah. some stuff that you can ramble on about? No, we we, we can pause there for a sec. Okay, because I've got some good stuff about the coronation. Okay, we'll be back. Right. Okay, yes. So I have that book in my hand. I, I I went and grabbed it. So it's the book of Royal Useless Information by Noel Botham and Bruce Montag. Um, yeah, and we will put a link to the book in the description for this episode. I really enjoy it. It's really good. 
It just has like a lot of random facts. And it goes from Queen Elizabeth to Princess Diana. It even has Princess Anne and Zara in there. And then it even goes like way back in like the Tudors. Um, and then there's some like in the House of York from 1461 to 1485. The House of Lancaster. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of like cool facts in here that I don't find useless. Any pictures? No pictures. Yeah. No um, pictures, but they're quick. Like they're they're little. Oh, they're like, like bullet points. Yep, that's very nice. They're great. What um what would you give it out of ten? This book. Mm-hmm. I mean, I re- I'd, I'd give it a ten out of ten. Oh wow. Well, you know what? No, maybe I'd give it. I don't know what year this came out, and maybe like an eight, just because. And maybe they have like a more updated version. But in this book, um, it came out I think before Queen Elizabeth died. So there's some things about Prince Charles and like the Duchy of Cornwall and stuff, which obviously aren't, you know, accurate, accurate now. But yeah. but that's just because. So yeah, so I'd probably like just mark off a point for that. Um, but they could have an updated version. So by a, now, a solid nine, you think? Yeah, I think a solid nine. Um, if you like the Royals, it's just fun and like, I don't know, if you just want to like skim a page, it's yeah. easy reading. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Um it's a British book, so it's uh, it sells for nine pounds or eight pounds ninety nine, um, and I'm sure, we'll, like we said, we'll put the affiliate link on. But um, yeah, and if you follow us on Instagram, I'm doing the royal fact of the day, and 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 this is my source. So oh, there you go, you've given it away. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna get into the royal events. So um, the rest of our events will be basically this last week, um, but there's one that I want to point out that was a little bit ago, but it was after our last episode, and I think the Baron's going to have more more context to this because we don't have this in the U.S., um, but on April 6th, it was the Royal Mondi service, and it was the first one that Charles attended as the monarch, you know, as king. So following a tradition going back hundreds of years, the king presented Mondi money to 74 men and 74 women in recognition of the work they they do for their church and community. And since the reign of Henry IV, the number of recipi- recipients has been determined by the monarch's age. So King Charles is 74, so he gives Mondi money to 74 men and 74 women. So uh, Baron, can you tell us what... Is the Royal Mondi, sir? What is Mondi? It, do, it does ring a bell. Um, how how would you spell Mondi? M A U N D Y. We need a Lady C's lover here Mondi. for this. He'd actually probably know. So it happens each year on the Thursday before Easter Sunday. So Mondi Thursday or Holy Thursday is the day during Holy Week that commemorates the washing of the feet feast. Feet and last. Wait, wait, washing of the feet, right? Washing of the feet and last supper of Jesus Christ with apostles, as described in the canonical gospel. It is the fifth day of Holy Week, preceded by Holy Wednesday and followed by Good Friday. Um, yeah. So, in in total, they all they each get like five pound fifty, which isn't probably even their bus fare to get to. Yeah. Um. It was just thinking, yeah, the, the washing of the feet. We had this weird thing with our daughter, who's nearly three, 
all of a sudden, just before she goes to bed, she goes, kiss my feet. It's the strangest thing. She's just started it. Do you think she's watched something like on Disney, like a princess kiss? I, I don't think. I mean, where I the hell is kiss my I, feet? I don't know. It's it's strange, and I hope she uh, gets out of this. She wants. It's like I get the hand, like when somebody kisses the hand on like Disney, or like with the royal family. But she yeah. also wants you to kiss the bottom of her feet, which I usually like. I don't kind of do that. Very dirty. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. It's strange. Hopefully, we'll get. Pa- well, hey, if anyone's listening and has kids. And uh, their kid went through that period. Let yeah, us let know. Us know. <laughs> let us know what Feet you did kissing. to Ugh. get, you know, get out of that little whatever. It's a very, I just hope this isn't the beginning of something that she gets into like OnlyFans when she's older. Oh my gosh. No, she's, <laughs> she's two. So. Feet kissing. Oh. Ugh. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So it's nothing to do with feet kissing, apparently, more than uh. but it does, they do washing your feet. Yeah. No, I, I've heard of it, mm-hmm. but I don't know much about it. Okay. So sorry, that, that conversation is probably going to die a death there. Yeah, well, he, well here, um, so at this service, the Royal Monty service, the British monarch distributes small sil- silver coins known as Monty money, legally the king's Monty money, as symbolic alms to elderly recipients. I guess it's a tradition, and um, yeah, it started or um, it's kind of been happening since King. What who was it? King or Henry the Fourth? Okay. So yeah, um, and then the other royal events we're going to talk about are just from this last week. Last week, yeah, this Monday. So it's going to be from last week, and. There's a lot that happened, um, so I'm going to just summarize, and if there's anything that the Baron wants to kind of get more into, or I do, then then we'll elaborate. Um, so yeah, so on Sunday, April 10th, it was Easter, and we saw the king, queen consort, and members of the royal family attend the Easter service at St. George's Chapel in Windsor. Um, we did a little reel on everyone that went going into the, the chapel, um, the colors everyone was wearing was blue and pink. Um, I don't, you know, there's been discussion whether this is a little um, kind of, I don't know the word you want to call it, but, you know, as Megan said, you can't wear the same mm. color. And, and this is the second time after the Christmas carol that they've all worn pretty much the same color. Um, but, yeah, the Prince and Princess of Wales were there, which was r- really nice to see them. Their kids are on Easter holiday. Is, is that what it is? Easter yeah, holiday? Yeah. Um, so, so they always take a break while their kids are on break. But they come out for the Easter service. And it was just good seeing the royal, the other you know, royal family members. We saw the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh. We even saw like Zara Tyndall and Mike and their family. So um, it does seem like a royal family affair. Um, and then, so the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh have been busy. On Monday, April 11th, the Duchess of Edinburgh visited at His Majesty's naval base, Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Portsmouth, yeah. Yep. And uh, she visited to meet the people bringing HMS Daring back to life. So she met with personnel from the Royal Navy who are supporting the ship's upkeep. Have you been to HMS Daring, Baron? No. Have t- you been tell to me more about that. Though. What, what type of uh, 
Um, is it a battleship? Is it a destroyer? What type of class is it? So the first Royal Navy Type 45 destroyer, 151 meters long, 8,000 tons, and packed with the latest in air warfare technology. Do you think this is in response to Russia, is it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, she visited there. Um, and then on Wednesday, April 12th, the Duke of Edinburgh visited Cam- Cambridgeshire. Cambridgeshire, yeah. First visiting Harry Specter's factory to recognize the wonderful employment opportunities they provide for autistic people. So Harry Specter's is a chocolate factory, correct? How are you spelling this? Harry Specter. Like Harry? So Harry and then the... Spectre. And then S-P-E-C-T-E-R-S. So it's a oh, chocolate I'm, factory. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I've never heard of so it. So he helped make a chocolate bar there, and they had their own royal command performance when the Duke opened their new theater, and the Duchess of Edinburgh Awards student shared their experiences. And he, uh, I think, I think there was a plaque as well. So, uh, <laughs> and then the Duke later opened Viva Arts New Theater before meeting a group of the Duke of Edinburgh. Award students at the Open Awards Center, a charity offering the program to those who may not get chance to do theirs in school. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So he did that. And then the same day, the Duchess of Edinburgh had separate engagements. So she attended MenCap Health Inequality Summit at St. Bar. Bartholomew's Hospital in London to learn more about the healthcare inequalities faced by people with a learning disability. So she has been a patron of MenCap since 2002, and it's a charity which values and supports people with learning disabilities, their families, and carers. Their vision is a world where people with a learning disability are va- are valued equally, listened to, and included. So I think that I mean I I really like the Duchess of Edinburgh. I really respect her. I love. Her engagements, I think she does, you know, impactful engagements and things that anything, really matter. With so, mental health. Yeah. And actually know. just giving some, somebody a, um, a belonging, but also um, mm-hmm. something like a, oh gosh, what's the word? A reason just to. Yeah. I, I don't, that, that's not the word I want to use, but um, yeah, just, just something that's important to them that they mm-hmm. yeah. use. I, I, you know, I think it's. Especially for sites, it's really important. Yep, definitely. So, yes, she did this this week. And then before previously on our last episode, we, we talked about how she opened up the Veterans, was it Orthopedic Center? Um, and so she was giving back to the Veterans Society. Um, yeah, so I just I just, I just, just think she's a lovely lady. <laughs> Might be a little bit biased. Uh, probably not, like, published. She, she, she's no Just Sarah. In house, Fer- she has books. She's no Sarah she Ferguson. Not? Why wouldn't she have that? Do you think she? I don't. I don't think. Are they allowed to publish books? With Sarah Ferguson. Oh. I mean Sarah. Yeah, I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. And so then on uh, Thursday, April thirteenth, at Windsor Castle, the King received the Chief Executive Officer and Director of the Royal Mint, who presented His Majesty with coins created in commemoration of his upcoming coronation. So, have you actually seen those? No, I'd like to see photos. It. Um, let me see if I can bring it up. Let me see. It's going to be interesting going back to the UK and um, 
seeing the, the Royal Mint like new. Yeah, uh, you can't coins. really, can't really see it in this one. But yeah, I mean, it's his head, so you know what his head looks like. <laughs> Wait, what? Where is it in this? Uh, the lady is is holding. Oh, yeah. Let me see anything in that. Yeah, okay. Well, let let me do some googling, and see if I can it's, it, find Duchess, it. It's not. It's it's the back of the coin as well, so it's not even the head side. I so, will find it. We don't. Funnily have enough, though, as she's showing this, her Apple Watch. Uh, so this is a, a lady. What it says: The king was presented with coins created by the royal mint in commemoration of his uh, Majesty's upkeep. Five pound coin. A five pound coin, which is a ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. How so? Because well, here it's you a go. No, it's a note. Here we go. There it is. I would. You know what? If I was king at seventy four, I would say I'd slip them some money and say, "Can you just do me when I was like twenty seven? Like, let's not give me all the saggy skin and." Uh, he'd probably get a lot of pushback for it. Can't I'm like, do anything, I'm king right? Bovo. Um, but anyway, as, as this woman's showing her, I'm guessing she's from the Roman. Um, yeah, so that, so one was a chief executive officer and director of the Royal Mint. So they're like... And as she's showing it, her Apple Watch uh, activities come up on the screen. <laughs> and she's about mm, uh, somewhere ha- between... Is she close to her steps A half today? and two thirds. Um, <laughs> I'm going to show you. I see it. I see it. <laughs> um, ridiculous. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, okay. Would you Would you like your face on a coin or a stamp or a... I mean, note? yeah. Who, oh, who okay. else gets their face on? Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. YOLO. YOLO. Okay, did you have any more comments, or do you want me to move on to the no, next? Let's, let's move okay. on. Yeah, so on the same day, the Duchess of Edinburgh visited Oglesby Centre. Probably, probably Oglesby. Oglesby Centre at Halley St. Peter's in Manchester. The Halley. How do you spell it? H-L-L-E, and the E has like a tilde. Yeah, I guess Halley, yeah. Okay, yeah, the Halley was originally opened by Her Royal Highness as patron in 2013, the Oglesby Center is a rehearsal, performance, education, and, and ancillary spaces for the prestigious Halley Orchestra and Choir. Um, she also revealed a plaque there. I think the Duke and the Duchess revealed multiple plaques in the last week. So, Chocolate Factory um, and uh, the Halley. And then later, the Duchess, as the proud patron of Caring for Life, visited Craig House Farm in Leeds. In Leeds. Yep, you know that place you've been. Where she met with small groups of beneficiaries, volunteers, and staff on the 35th anniversary of the charity. At the Little Granary, Her Royal Highness took a short tour of the stables and saw some of the ponies that the Duchess's trust donated funds to purchase. That's nice. 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 Okay, we have one last one, and then we're going to get into the coronation and all of that news because there's so much. But this one, I so um, this one's going to be about the king, and there were some really good photos that I think he looked great in. Like, okay, flirt. No, 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 just like he looks 
I don't know. I'll I'll show the Baron, and he just looks. It, it, he looks like a king in it. Um, but yeah, so on Friday, April the 14th, the king inspected the 200th Sovereign's Parade at the Royal Military Academy at Sandhurst. During the parade, 171 officer cadets were commissioned as army officers. The parade marks completion of 44 weeks of intensive training for the officer cadets, all of whom hold His Majesty's commission as of midnight on the day of the parade. So among those on the parade, or in the parade, were 26 international cadets from 15 countries who have become commissioned officers in their new countries. So His Majesty presented the new colors and sovereign's banner, because previously it was Queen Elizabeth, to the receiving ensigns before giving an address and presenting the prize winner's awards, including the sword of honor. The old colors belonging to Her Late Majesty were also marched onto the parade with the cadets passing the statue of Queen Elizabeth II, at which point a saloon, a salute will be given. So I thought that was um, great to see, um, and another kind of of his first as monarch, but both of his children, um, Harry and uh, William, actually attended and um, graduated. I don't know if that's what you yeah, call yeah, it, yeah. From, from this academy, and, and he did mention how proud he was of both of them in his speech. So I thought that was really mm. sweet, especially everything that's kind of going on with um, with with everything, as uh, I think ev- the, the whole world knows. Um, so yeah, so, so, so he said some nice things about them, and uh, the pictures were great. He looks very kingly. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, always bloody raining when they're doing these uh, presentations and stuff. Yeah, well, I think it rains um, in the UK a lot. I've heard. Um, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so th- so that is the royal news, other than the coronation, oh, sorry, which we'll I talk about to, next. I wanted to say, um, so we've been watching the, the HBO uh, hit show um, Succession with Brian Cox, who's a, a Scottish actor or you know, British actor. You'll have seen him from um, The Bourne series and uh was in Braveheart um you, you, like if you if you're not Mission Impossible I think he was in as well big big pretty big name but really you know Succession has seen him do a lot of commercials uh from it the conversation so when you said to us like uh Charles did this speech and kind of said proud of both his boys from from graduating I I keep on seeing like similarities between succession and the royal family in terms of the bickering and who's trying to get do you see that well who's harry is he like kendall or something probably who's william then um con (laughs) i don't know no i don't think i don't think there's a like for like but um maybe charles was kendall Mm. yeah because he always said I think the things we can do another way, um, like with the Queen, like modernizers. Yeah, yeah. Do you think pre-Megan maybe Harry was Rome Roman? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then he just went a little wild. Yeah, but it's a good show. It's a good show. Like if we weren't sponsored by Costco Travel, which fortunately we have terms with them that we are uh, contractually agreed to to be sponsored by them for episode fifteen, um, it would be Succession. <laughs> well maybe next week yeah no. but good good show this uh, and, and if you do watch succession and you have heard of the royal family let us know if you think of any similarities mm, maybe what would be a 
Uh, oh, might not be a good a reel, but I was like, if we, uh, I think, uh, I don't know if that'd be the greatest idea, but I, 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 uh, maybe the Baron can put it together. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you some. I'll, I'll, t- I'll <laughs> what's it? I'll take the, uh, um, the heat if it if it goes poorly. There we go. Yeah. We like this is the Barons. Okay, yeah. um, yeah. So next we're gonna get into the coronation news. There's a lot. Um, so I hope. I remembered all of it, and and we get to it all, because it's been a little while since we recorded. Um, The first one we're going to talk about is the Coronation Concert. Um, So we have a lineup. So I think last, well, I think our last few episodes, we've we've talked about Lionel Richie um, being one of the headliners, and um, another one now is Katy Perry. Um, and we're going to get into a bit of drama between maybe Katie and Megan in a second as well. Hello. Oh, I this is I, a long I, intro. <laughs> I've been alone you're not going to do some some fire. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Do you think he'll start with that? Oh, Maybe. we should have a wager. We should do a five-pound coin wager on what his first song would be. Ah. Personally, I think it's going to be Dancing on the Ceiling or um, All Night Long. I think it'll be All Night Long. That's one of the Baron's personal favorites. Which was the one I was very all drunk to. All Night Long. I think it was Dancing to the Ceiling. No, it was All Night Long. I have the video still. I can prove it. We can bet ten bucks, and I'll yeah, and I'll win that. Um, yeah. So, so, so we have him. We have Katy Perry, who's the next big one. Jesus. Um, which, so uh, I think a question that I've seen a lot is like, what connection do these people have with King Charles or the royal family? And I'm going to get into that in a little bit because I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, they're British. I thought they'd at least be British, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, but I, w- I want to talk about other other um, confirmed artists as well. So we have um, Andrea Bocelli. I know his last name. Yes, I was going to talk to you about uh, him. Oh, okay. So um, you've talked about Katy Perry, Lionel, Andrea Bocelli. Uh, I'm probably guessing you know where he's from. Italy. That's right. Um but do you know any of his songs? He's more, is it more like uh, instrumental? So he, right? he's a, a operatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's blind. Did mm-hmm. you know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is in- insane. Um, I'm trying to see, there was, there's one that he, I mean, he's, you know, hugely popular. So I think Andrew Bocelli. Out I of think the he'll be three great. three is, uh, that you've mentioned is the, uh, the, the biggest. Yeah, I mean, when you think of him, I think coordination. When I think of the other two, I I, I don't know. Are they going to play Firework? Uh. That's what I was thinking, right? It's just... I'm just trying to think of these. Oh, is this them? This is with Josh Groban. Yeah, and Josh Groban is amazing. So, should have brought him on as well. So, I, I'm a. So I think this, if, if you don't know who Andrew Bocelli is, this is just kind of the 
So this is his most favorite one. Yep. Time yeah. to say goodbye. I think Conte de Patero. So yeah, time to say goodbye. Um, I'm pretty sure Bluey, for any parents that listen to this, have actually used it's this music. this song as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very excited to see that. Oh, amazing. So for the next 40 minutes, <laughs> we're just going to play Andrea Picelli. We'll uh, we'll end with Conte del Pitero. Okay. Um, yeah. So those I think are the three biggest ones. Um, these other ones, I I I I personally don't know. Um, I'm not familiar with them, but maybe it's American or maybe I just don't listen to them. Um, so uh, I was trying to favorite it, but I I, I couldn't. There we go. <laughs> so first we have British pop group Take That. Would you like to hear some Take That? Sure. Well, I know Keeping Up With The Wizards podcast is like very excited, but they, they want, I don't know if it's like the lead singer or one of the members to kind of come back for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, oh um, so Bobby I've, Williams. Yeah. So I've only seen things off their Instagram and that's the only reason why I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, are they so as good as the Spice Girls though? They, they were the... Um, Original Spice boy, Girls. Boy band equivalent oh. at the time. Um, and yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I can't I can't knock the... Uh, out of all the boy bands, Take That was the biggest British one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they do have some pretty good songs, but it all is Gary Barlow, who is the, the lead singer, and Robbie Williams. So Gary Barlow wrote the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is probably... I don't know if this was like a Christmas number one. But this is probably the biggest one. Does it feel 90s? Yeah. Very British with the uh, strings. It's like a Love Actually type of... Uh, it is, yep. Four weddings, yep. if you will. I guess that it's time Yeah. that we should give up. We'll get to the chorus. I want you to rate this out of 10 oh, and compare okay. it to NSYNC because that's your favourite oh. American one. This is bringing back nostalgia. Okay, chorus is coming in. Do you, think, do you think they'll sing this at the coronation? Um, I they've I mean they've got some <laughs> they've got some good hits. I if they don't, I think people would riot. Yeah. To be fair, that as a group of men, they've aged quite well. Yeah, better than like the Backstreet Boys. Yes. Better than yeah, I mean, back, back Better than Justin Timberlake. Uh, on the same because he's probably the on, on the same biggest, part of yeah. Justin, but they're also a bit older. Yeah. They were, they were oh, oh no! Five. So they're probably um, what's that band? Step by step, you know, new, new kids, new kids on the block. Are they like? So they came out in like ninety five, I'd say. Oh, well, new kids came out before then. Yeah, but I think Insync that that was like Insync, Britney Spears era, but they're older than them. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Oh, um, formed in nineteen ninety. Um, but back for good. That song was in nineteen ninety five. 
But yeah, they 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 they've done well. Like, I mean, Jesus, I mean, I say they've aged well, but some of these. So he Gary Barlow, he is um, how old? Handsome man. Yeah, he's fifty-two. Looks pretty good. Probably better than Daniel Craig, right? Huh? Well, Daniel Craig's isn't he? He's much older. Is he? That Daniel? Uh, is he not? No. Let's see. He's Wait. older than fifty-two. Well, by how much, though? I don't know. Is he in his 60s? It's 55. <laughs> oh. Well, he doesn't look... <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to her, Daniel. I still love you. Well, Rachel, his wife... She's cracking. <laughs> um, you oh, can't shit. say anything because she's got dark hair and dark eyes. Like oh, me. she's really pretty. I always liked her in The Mummy. And um, the movie with Ryan Reynolds, definitely, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So take that, take that. So yeah, I, I like take that. Okay, so the Baron's going to be excited for this coronation concert. It's also on, the, so it's the Sunday after the coronation. It's on May 7th. Um, and then we also have a few others, it says UK talent. Mm-hmm. Sir Bryn Turfel. No idea. I think that's how you say it. Sorry if it's not. Freya Ridings. Yeah, no, lived out the country too long to know who that is. Oh, and Alexis French. Yeah, same. Okay. Well, those are uh, three other talents um, that are going to be there as well. But let's bring it back to Lionel and Katie. And w- like, why look, are they look, part of this? There is there is one uh, f- oh. confirmed member that you've you've forgotten. Oh, there, um, but which is more in the line with uh, I think Andrew Bocelli and um, probably what? Well, they're also going to have like the coronation. They have a choir and orchestra as well. So. Um, where, where is it taking place? Windsor. Windsor Castle? Yes. Where the concert is? Yes. Um, so this is, uh, I'm trying to see if this, uh, you, you know this one. I'm trying to guess who it is. Isn't this like the Phantom of the Opera? Oh, it is. I've seen the Phantom of the Opera in person. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, somebody's got some disposable income. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's he going to yeah. So I think that's... Well, he did. He's the one that made the piece for, like, the coronation. Um, ah, okay. I don't... It's not officially called the coronation piece, but um, some of the new music commissioned for the, for the um, coronation. But yeah, they'll also have like the coronation orchestra there. They have a choir as well. Um, so that there there are more than this. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I think I think we mentioned that previously because he confirmed quite early, um, and you know, because he was going to commission the piece and everything like that. Um, but now going back to why Katie? What is Katie and Lionel's connection? So did you know that? Which I totally forgot. They're both judges on American Idol. Mm. Totally forgot that. So they're friends, maybe. Probably. Um, but yeah, but so they've both known King Charles for years. The fireworks singer has served as an ambassador of the British Asian Trust, a charity co-founded by Prince Charles to tackle poverty and transform lives in South Asia since 2020. Um, is... Uh Katy Perry is like is that a song that's just known by fireworks? If you think if you thought of Katy Perry, what was her song, her marquee song? You you think fireworks? Mm, 
I mean, I think she has a lot, but firework, is that the one where she had, like, the fire boobs? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe she had fire boobs. Yeah, like, didn't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, fireworks one of her big ones, yes. Yeah. Why? Uh, what? What do you know? No, I, I don't know. I, I, I like the um, the one with Snoop Dogg that she did with uh, Waking Up in Vegas. Yeah. And then what was one of the first ones that she did where she was at the the altar uh, getting married? Oh, where she was talking about kissing a girl. I kissed a girl and I oh, liked it. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that. Yeah. Of course, you'd like that one. No, that doesn't get me off. <laughs> but um. Yeah, fireworks. Just you know, maybe. I mean, maybe I think that's one of her like more. Uh, it's not recent, but I, I feel like she she oh. was on a big trajectory around that time, like the same as like Lady Gaga and Rihanna. Well, then she met then. Orlando. I just don't feel she's done much. Well, she's recently. with Orlando Bloom now. They're married. I think they're married. Anyways, and he hasn't done much for a long time. Well, we're gonna get into some of that drama in a second. Bloomy baby. Okay. Um, so Lionel Richie was appointed the first global ambassador and first chairman of the global ambassador group for the Prince's Trust in 2019. So Charles established the charity in 1976 to provide disadvantaged youth with the resources they need to reach their full potential. The organization states it has since worked with over 1 million young people, including Idris Elba as a teenage actor, which is oh, one wow. of the Baron's uh, favorites. So I knew you'd yeah, like that. I do. Um, but yeah. Zoe, come on. Where is it? Idris Elba. <laughs> Sorry. So that is, um, yeah, so, so so that's their connection. So again, for this concert, BBC Studios Production is going to organize this upcoming concert and it will be broadcast live from the grounds of Windsor Castle. So, um, mm. that, so we'll see Bocelli perform a duet with Turf, Turfell, Turfell. Okay. A, a Grammy award-winning bass baritone who was honored with a knighthood for his services to music in 2017. And then Take That trio, Gary Barlow, Howard Donald, and Mark Owen will also perform in their first live show since 2019. Um, yeah. And then there's the Coronation Choir that will also be giving a performance and then a virtual choir comprised of singers from across the commonwealth which i think that's really nice um that's if it's live it's got all the uh the possibilities of being an absolute fuck up yeah well hopefully not baron you know what let's look at the positivities i i remember um how much of the the millennium do you remember when it turned to i mean I, I was young you were seven that's young. Is that not young? Yeah, but you, you were in the U.S. Yeah. Do you remember any of it? Remember what? The, the millennia. <laughs> Wait, till midnight. Did you stay up till midnight? I mean, I don't. I, I don't. It anyway, wasn't like anyway, they did. They tried to do something like that um, on BBC, where it went from different from people like uh, artists to people's homes, and they had to sing part of this uh, song, which was. Uh, Beautiful day. Um, it's such a perfect day. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Lou Reed or something. And it was horrendous. It, I mean, technology has come a long way, but um, yeah, horrendous. <sighs> okay, sorry. Um, what else? Yeah, so now we're going to get into some of the royalty because of Katy Perry and Meghan Markle. Because 
Of course, it has. There has to be something with Meghan Markle. Um, so Ma- is she performing? <laughs> no. Um, so Katy Perry and her husband Orlando Bloom are neighbors of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry in Montecito, and it's been said that um, at least Orlando Bloom has been friends with them. But there's been some slightly awkward vibes between Meghan and Katie due to a con- comment that Kate- Katie made about Meghan's wedding dress. Um, and there's also a part about Orlando that the Baron will know this show. Um, so basically, what Katie said about her wedding dress. Um, so, Baron, I'm showing you her wedding dress. Her wedding dress is pretty, right? Um Meghan Markle's wedding dress. Um, so Katie said in 2018, she said, I would have done one more fitting. I'm never not going to tell the truth. One more fitting, but I love you. Kate, 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 one, Kate, one. Mm. But she did go on to add, I'm so happy for them. And you know, I don't know them from Adam, but it's amazing what she's doing with all this, her humanitarian efforts. You know, the fact that she's a proud feminist. I love all that. I support her as another woman. And love her and wish them both well. So from that, um, her comment about basically that she would have done one more fitting <laughs> for the wedding dress, Megan obviously did not like. I mean, who would like that comment? Yeah. Um, and then Kate won? I don't. I haven't seen the Kate won part, but I definitely know the fitting part. But this is the first time I've seen that Kate won part in 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 the in this quote. Yeah, I mean, no one would like it. I would also say that if you're marrying a prince, um, I mean, okay, I'm not going to hate. She looked beautiful on her wedding day. But if you do look at it, like. But it depends what look she's going for. I mean, it's, I not, it's so. not a tight right. fit. It's, right. not, it's not a tight fitted. It's very different to Kate's. I mean, no, but it's it is. It's more matronly. No, but it is. So there are. Um, so for her wedding dress, she did get inspiration, or people have said, you know, she she she's she's gotten inspiration from another royal dress that looks different. But I mean, I don't know. And there's obviously been rumors that are like, well, she had this other dress, and then I don't know exactly what happened. So last minute, they had to put together this. I don't know. Everything's rumors, right? I mean, I. So go back to the picture. So I mean, uh, her second dress is beautiful. Yeah. So the, what the the Duchess is showing me now is, um, what what was it called? Like a what's that type of line where it goes just below a collarbone? Is that a oh uh, well, stuff? like her like a I mean, everyone knows what her wedding dress probably looks like. Yeah, the second one I, I really like. That's beautiful. Did you yeah, had, you had two? Did you? I had two as well. Yes. Because it was a royal event. It was a royal, yeah, yeah. The Duchess is bring, getting married, so bring, duh. Bring, bring back the um, the hottie with Kate. What? That one, yeah. Oh, oh, oh! You want to see Kate? I think Kate's. I I prefer that style, so it's got a little bit. What do you call that crap on the? Uh, the tool, not tool, t- but tool. like. Yeah, no, uh, I think you're right. Tool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I prefer. We need that. to have some uh, royal style. But it, it's more clingy. Um, no, no, but Kate's isn't like super like tight. Any, but I mean it. How is it no, I mean it's on the corset, top, isn't it? Is that that's like a corset type mm, of stuff? I don't know, but I mean, if you just look at the top, like I just think she's going at to a toga party. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> that's not a nice thing. You no, I don't like it. I think I think she's a very pretty lady. Megan is. Uh, I think she'd look cracking in what Kate's wearing. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I like her second dress, but the first dress, like, you can look at it here too. Like, even if you look like yeah, where the, the armpit the are, area yeah. is supposed you to know, be, like that, 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 that part should not be. It's not sagging, but there's too much material. Yeah, there. you're right. Actually, maybe she's right then. So do you know? Um, but I wouldn't post it on Twitter or whatever. Um, do you know those? Um, I have like Under Armour uh, t-shirts that I put when I play soccer when yeah. it's cold. Yeah. I have one that's like skin tight, mm-hmm. right? So you, you can't get your shirt pulled and stuff like that. It's just, it just keeps you warm. I bought some on Amazon at the beginning of winter mm-hmm. and it's like that. And when they came, I was like, oh, yeah. this isn't what, it's It's not clingy material. It doesn't, it just doesn't, yeah. Okay, That I, I see what she's saying now. Yeah, it's just so, like. Still wouldn't say it, what a bit. Yeah, no, no. You, you Yeah, you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't want to say that about another woman and. You know, where you know that would come back and probably upset her. Uh, sorry, I was just trying to find on Instagram, there's been like this whole debate on this, and I was trying to find whose page it was on, and of course I can't find it now. Um, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, she still looks beautiful. She's a beautiful lady, but um, I do see where, where Katie's yeah, coming from. Yeah. Um, still wouldn't say it. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're marrying a prince, like, you would think your dress would be, like, impeccable. Yeah, um, I mean, you've, you've got people for that, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so that is the, you know, the, the, there might be a little awkwardness with them. So, I guess, good thing Megan's not going to the coronation. But then the other thing, which I know the Baron will like this. Um, so, what is Orlando Bloom's connection to all of it? So, so it says he has a good relationship with Meghan and Harry, of course. Um, but did you know who he played in a certain show? Yeah, he was that cartoon that we watched. And yeah, it was he played like a royal? Uh, he played Prince Harry in it. Oh, did he actually play Prince Harry? Yeah, he played Prince Harry. Whoa. Because it only had one season, right? Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I think uh, it, it got a lot of backlash. The Prince. It was the prince. It got a lot of backlash, so they canceled it. Um, but yeah, so he actually it, played it w- Prince Harry in it. It wasn't. We watched it. What's it? What was it called? The Prince. Oh, it was called The Prince. I mean, I wouldn't like recommend it. And it was on Prince Louis. It was about Prince Louis, right? As a like a little stuck stuck up. I mean, they they definitely attacked. No, they like George and stuff. It was they George, they yeah. attacked the whale children, which I was like, you know what? That kind of like I don't know. They're kids. Um, if you're going to try well, to I mean, it's all fit. I mean, it was like, it was nothing based on them except for their names. Like there was no, yeah. There was, but still, no I don't know. Imagine being a kid and then you grow up and you're like, oh my gosh, there's this show that makes fun of me. makes you look horrible. And like, yeah, well it was, it's just, I it mean, was poor taste. I Prince think. Prince Philip was dead in it before he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would not recommend the show. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, we watched. I mean, I got maybe a couple of laughs, but it just felt like it didn't really know what it was. Yeah, doing. kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is the royalty there. I'm gonna go over just some more um, things, obviously, about the coronation. Um, that, and then last, we will get to more Megan stuff because, of course, there's news on that. Um, so yes, so more details have been released. So the route or the route, 
has been released of the king and queen consort. So on the morning of the coronation, their majesties will travel in the Diamond Jubilee State Coach in a procession to Westminster Abbey. The king's procession will depart Buckingham Palace through the center gate and proceed down the mall, passing through Admiralty Arch. Yep. And along the south side of Trap Trafalgar Square, down Whitehall and along Parliament Street to the Abbey. The procession from Westminster Abbey to Buckingham Palace, the coronation procession, will take the same route with Her Majesty traveling in the Gold State coach. So they'll get to go into two different coaches. And if you want to see pictures and stuff of the coaches, um, it's on oh, wow. the royal family's page. I think it, it, it actually, you can actually see these coaches. They're usually on display in the Royal Muse in London. Um, and they've been used at every coronation since that of William the Fourth in 1831. So when it's not a coronation, you can actually go and like check it out and stuff. Um, but those are the two and the route that they're going to go by. And then another thing that I, you know, as I've said before, here in the U.S., we um very proud of our military and stuff. And I thought this um, was great of them to do. So uh, thousands of armed forces are going to take part. So more than 6,000 armed forces Armed Forces members will take part in King Charles' coronation, making it the largest military ceremonial operation in 70 years. So personnel from across the UK and Commonwealth will will join the processions. Thousands of veterans have also been invited to watch the coronation from a special viewing platform on May 6th. They will join NHS workers on a stand in front of Buckingham Palace. Um yeah, and then so they, it, they'll be part of the procession as well as a fly past. The first procession will be smaller in scale and will feature just under 200 members of the armed forces who will travel down the mall to Trafalgar Square before turning onto Whitehall where they will march to Westminster Abbey. And then flanking them on either side will be over 1,000 personnel from the Army, Navy, and RAF who will line the route. RAF. Uh, RAF. Royal, 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 Air oh, Royal Air Force. Yeah. So, um, you can expect to see them. Here's a little picture for the Baron. Um, so, that'll be neat to see. Yeah, no, that's really fancy. <laughs> yes, it is really fancy. Um, and then, let's see. What else do we have? Um, we have, oh, reg- regalia to be used at the coronation and the queen consort. So, these are just some of the crown jewels that they will use. Um, I'll just quickly go through them. St. Edward's crown, and that's the most important and sacred of all the crowns and is used at the moment of coronation. Mm -hmm. So I think we see pictures of Queen Elizabeth in that. The imperial state crown, it's the crown that King Charles will wear as they leave Westminster Abbey. That's pretty, nice purple. It It is. Queen Mary's crown will be used for the coronation of the queen consort. And I think we have talked about this in previous episodes with the controversial diamond that they are mm, the diamond amending in the rough. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have the coronation spoon. So, and it's used for anointing the sovereign with holy oil, the most sacred part of the coronation ceremony. Which this part will not be on the TV viewing um, because it is the most sacred part of the whole ceremony. Um, but I think everything else will be. But, I mean, it makes sense. It, it, it's a sacred moment. Uh, the ampulla, 
The gold ampulla is used to hold the consecrated oil with which a sovereign is anointed during the coronation ceremony. The sovereign's orb. So this is what you see the monarch uh-huh. is presented with when he kind of like turns around and, you know. <laughs> the sovereign's specter with the cross. So it represents the sovereign's temporal power and is associated with good governance. So again, when he turns around and he has his orb and his scepter, I think that's it. No, the sovereign's scepter with dove. So this is representing the sovereign's spiritual role with the dove representing the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that's all the ones there. Um, I'm going to get a little top up. Do you want, do you want to pause and, or do you have yeah. some stuff that you can ramble on about? No, we, we, we can pause there for a sec. Okay, because I've got some good stuff about the coronation. Okay, we'll be back. All right. Back. Okay, we're back. So I'm going to go through a couple more things and about the coronation. Wait, what, what's, the, what's the date of the coronation again? It's May 6th. May so, 6th. yeah, so our daughter actually has, we just realized this the other day, our daughter has a dance recital that day. I know it's obviously going to be later in the day than the coronation, but I'm just trying to figure out for us, it'll probably be at like 3 a.m. Can I actually wake up at 3 a.m. and not be exhausted for her uh, for a dance recital? So I don't know. We got to figure that out. We'll, we'll see. We'll definitely still be posting about it and stuff. Um, we just, yeah. I wonder if we can Spalls get some on bunting. That day. Have, you, have you looked if we can get bunting? There's some on Etsy. We just have to print it out, and I mean that's kind of the, p- the pain. I don't want to. Uh, I would just like to order it, and then it all come, and I can just put it up. Um, we should though, and uh, it was actually really nice. The um, so late actually, Lady C. So not Lady C's lover, Lady C, and I guess Lady C's lover um, got the kids some coronation outfits. They, they look really nice. So we're really excited to get that. They will be wearing it on May sixth. Yeah, we should get some. The British ones, they can hang be between uh, arches. Yeah. Yeah, so they will be wearing these outfits May 6th, um, before and after her dance recital. Because <laughs> I don't <laughs> think she... She is wearing red, white, and blue, though. That's true. In her recital. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I have, I have a couple uh, more small details of the coronation, and then we're going to get into um, the Harry Meghan stuff. And... The Baron, I think, has some coronation stuff as well. Um, so the uh, King and Queen concert has chosen a signature dish for the coronation. Um, Baron, can you guess Wait, what? what it is? Yeah, Wait, I didn't. Did I didn't know this was a thing. No, so there's like a coronation signature dish that the King and Queen concert chooses. Um, is it is it a main? No, it's not. Which I was really surprised by. Is it dessert? No, it's like a breakfast item. Oh. Which I was like, what is this? Oh. Um, no, it's a coronation quiche. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. Um, I was like, Pop-tarts. okay. <laughs> Pop tarts. Well, I mean, that's cool. I just, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. Quiche is good. I mean, it looked really good, and um, it's on Instagram of them like making it and stuff. And I mean, it, it looks, it looks very good. You know, they're, like, creating it. it, yeah. Yeah. So it has spinach, broad beans, don't know what that is, cheese, and tarragon. I don't know. And I guess it, it's supposed to encourage you to get involved with the coronation big lunch. Yeah, I guess, I guess. well, I mean, quiche, you can have 
Um, realistically, any meal except for dinner. Um, I mean, it's a breakfast item. Here. We'd have it with for lunch. A nice summer lunch. Well, why won't you just do like a pie then? So I think a quiche, that they're probably doing it where it's relatively easy to make. Yeah. That's Which makes sense. Yeah. No, it does make sense. Pop that sponsor in the coronation <laughs> looking better. Um, but yeah, so that's a signature dish. So for the um, big lunch, make some quiche. Make this nice quiche. Maybe we will. So Probably won't. I found Maybe. 40 recipes for the coronation. Mm-hmm. There's probably like a book, like coronation recipes. If there isn't. We, we have an idea. We can't cook. So obviously coronation chicken. This one I really like the looks of. Now, it looks like two little testes here. Um, it's That's prawn- a quiche? That doesn't look like a quiche. It's, no, it's prawn toast scotch eggs. I feel like you wouldn't like that. Pr- prawn toast? And scotch eggs, what is not to like? Um, cherry chocolate coronation corone. That's a dessert. Mm-hmm. That looks nice. Um, this sounds horrible. Water, anything that starts with watercress. Watercress and cheddar scones or scones with poached potted salmon. Wrong. Mm. Great big pork pie recipe. Look at the size of that fucker. That's huge. That's ridiculous. Um, what else looks interesting here? There's some very British stuff here. Savory clafoutis. That must be Greek. Maybe we'll post some of these, uh, some, some of our favourites. It's a shame that it'll be like 120 where we live, otherwise we could have done a garden party. Why not be that hot? Oh, Victoria's sponge is always nice. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, so uh, next, I'm just going to talk about like how to watch it. So obviously, if you're in the UK, it's a lot easier because <laughs> um, you can watch it on BBC, ITV, Sky News. Um, if you're in the US, uh, what I've seen, if maybe you can watch it on BBC America. Hopefully, you would. You would think, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I don't. I haven't seen anything that may um, dedicate like the whole weekend, like the BBC would. But I've seen like Hulu has something. They've said also maybe like um, where was it? I saw something like Fox and maybe like CNN. Um, the only thing with those is I think they will have a uh, a you know they, they will have reporters there but i don't know how you know, they'll be filming the reporters as it goes on so yeah. they're not going to dedicate a whole weekend but yeah so hopefully we can get it on the bbc here and then it says sky news is providing a live youtube stream for those in north america as well um so i, I think, think for one of those the, the or the bbc yeah or the that. bbc feed um is expected there as well um it's just going to be really early um, for you're, not, us. you're not gonna wake up, are you just gonna watch it as if it was live? Like, when well, I mean, hey, I woke up for what did it was I watch? Funeral. Oh, yeah, I mean, I woke up for for that. I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we're definitely going to be watching it at some point and posting about it and talking about it. Um, it's just the life with kids, the life with kids. We just out of all the weekends that weekend. 
Um, yeah, so those are some ways to watch it. If I if we find more things, um, we'll talk about it here as well. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, which I know the Baron's not going to be too interested in, is the dress code. Because um, yeah, there's been some I'll interesting things that have kind of like come up about 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 the dress code. Um, there's a question of like, will they wear tiaras? And my question to that is, if royals don't wear tiaras to a coronation, like what? What What's if, the fucking point of a tiara? No, like, well, what what event would you then, right? Like, isn't the coronation exactly. the most royal event ever? Yes. So, Correct. like, that makes no sense. So, I hope they don't do that because that's BS. Um, no, it's just, like, ridiculous. So, they shouldn't do that. And then I've, I've also seen that they've advised peers to, like, dress down and they've advised foreign nationals to, like, not wear tiaras and stuff. So, we at least know, like, the foreign nationals won't be wearing tiaras and, and they're more like dressed down. I don't know exactly what that means. Like, is that like business casual? Is that still fancy? Smart like, jeans. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but they've been told, um, they advise dress code for the House of Lords, which is the upper house of parliament of the United Kingdom. So um, they've told them, where, where did I see this? To dress down to match the atmosphere of the paired back ceremony. So this means the usual coronation attire donned by members of the House of Lords, special coronation robes, and coronets may be swapped for standard business attire. Which I'm just like... What? So, I mean, King Charles, I know he wants like a slimmed down monarchy and all of that, but I'm like, okay, come on. Like, it's the coronation. You're not jumping on a Zoom call. Yeah. Like, this is the most royal thing. So, like, let's at least dress the part, right? I don't know. We'll be dressed smarter. So we'll see. I mean, I hope... I hope at least like I hope at least the senior I, I hope the the senior royal members of the family at least wear tiaras. So like Princess Anne, Zara, Princess Catherine. Yeah. No, Zara, I mean, yeah, she I mean, should. Yeah, I mean, but um the Duchess of Edinburgh, like at least those three. Come on, give us that. Give us something. And if not, like sell the tiaras then cuz you're not going to wear them. <laughs> um but uh we've had some uh, RSVPs, is that, is that what you'd say? Some yeah, confirmed yeah. members. Res, uh, was it reserved civil play? Yeah, yeah. Um, so from Sweden, King Carl Gustav will attend. Oh, is Gustav coming? Yeah, will oh. attend with his eldest daughter and heir, Crown Princess Victoria. Representing Denmark will be Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary. While Japan's government confirmed that the Crown Prince... And Crown Princess will travel to the UK for the ceremony. King Felipe and Queen Letizia of Spain confirmed their attendance, as did Crown Prince Hakan and Crown Princess of Norway. And then the Grand Duke and Grand Duchess of Luxembourg will also have a spot. So those are some that have, um, that have I guess, RSVP'd if you... And Prince Albert of Monaco. So... Most, I think, um, of the royals in Europe. Some, someone's going to go. I did read something, and I don't know if this is true, and this is where we need Lady C's Lover, that it's the first coronation where, you know, the European royals have always sent someone, but it's the first coronation that will actually have, like, some kings some kings and queens going because oh, they yeah. usually send, you know, maybe, like, the princess and stuff like that. Um, and the U.S. is sending Jill, Jill Biden. Um, Jill. Jill. That's First Lady Jill. 
it was reported, and I don't know if this is true, but Joe didn't want to go because, well, actually, you know, no president. Is he hibernating? No, but to be fair, no president has ever attended a court. No U.S. president has ever attended a a coronation. The last one was, you'd only probably had two coronations (laughs) since America was born. But but I think, like he said, I think. You had to take Steamboat for the last one. Well, there was rumors that I think it said he was upset because he was put behind like an, a European monarch or something at Queen Elizabeth's funeral, and he didn't want to sit behind someone else or some or something like that for the coronation. I don't know. Um, no, but seriously, I don't think jet engines were created. They weren't created by the last one, so it's not like a, a precedent. Well, well, that well, that's what they're making it sound like. Did, um, but you have Jill, and I know I said it in the last episode. Jill's like a Karen. I know. Well, yeah, like right, like you're gonna like someone's gonna be you know King King. We're sending Karen. <laughs> no, but like King Carl Gustav, like, and then she's like, oh, I'm and here's Jill. I'm Jill. <laughs> like, I mean, she'd probably be like, oh, I'm the first lady of the United States. I don't know, but what I don't even know what she looks like. You don't know what Jill looks like. Let's let's bring Jill. Jill I mean, I, for the, the other first ladies of first ladies of late, I've looked. I know what they've looked like. Jill. Yeah, she looks like a. She Jill. looks like a Jill. Well, click on one. Well, that Not with Joe. Oh. No, one to the right. There you go. Okay. Jill. She looks like a soccer mom, soccer grandma. Yeah. Probably not too bad in a prime. Um, is uh, Prince Ali going? Who? Uh. Prince Ali of Ababwa. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Latin here? Oh, oh. my gosh, is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> you were typing. I was like, I was like. Prince Ali, fabulous is he, Ali Ababwa. Is he? Maybe, maybe he'll come on an elephant. You never know. Okay, and I would like to say, so it also, I think Prince Andrew is going, which I was like, he shouldn't be allowed to go, I feel like. It depends if there are any kids around. No, are he kids just going? shouldn't. Or is it just adults only? No, he well, he probably might not go if it's just adults only. He should not be allowed to go. Like, no. Oh, well, I don't know if we did want to get to this and later on, but we did do the popularity rankings of the royal family he has like an 11 percent. like no one wants to see him stay away wait who's saying 11 why is it less than why isn't it less than one yeah i mean it should be <laughs> like who it's just the pedophiles yeah oh um i also read say um who did i miss who did i miss i missed someone in the royal family that not the royal family um i want to go okay Sorry, I thought I thought I forgot to mention someone that was going to the um to the coronation. But yes, okay, yeah. So kind of going with the dress code, and who's going? I don't know. I hope there's tiaras, Baron. Um, how do you feel about this? I hope there's tiaras. Yeah, and not business casual. Yeah, like that's what? No. Okay, so. Um, did you want to get into Harry and Meghan and their news of the I, coronation? Um, or, I, I, or? Will, I will soon. There was a couple of things that I wanted to uh, touch on before. Um, so, you know, coronations, jubilees, all that kind of stuff. There's usually like street parties and stuff like this. Um, 
I think it gets neighbourhoods together and, and, and things, that, you know, the bunting that we've just ordered that we'll put on our arches. We'll, 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 send, we'll put, post a picture on the Instagram so mm-hmm. people can see how, how tacky it looks. Um, <laughs> and then probably get somebody from HOA will complain. Yeah. It's not a union. Wait, what, uh, it's not the American flag because we, we, technically we can't. Or, or they just be like, they have something at, they need to take it down. Yeah. That's how our lovely neighbours are. Not oh, all of them. No. Um, but, okay, so, do you know who Ollie Mers is? It sounds familiar. So he was on X Factor. He's confirmed as well for mm, the... For uh, a guest. But... Is he a singer? He is a singer. Um, I actually have two of his songs liked. So, you have Andrew Bocelli, Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, take that. Um... For the Queen's uh, Jubilee, her last one, you had Queen, Diana Ross, Alicia Keys, Elton John, uh, Rod Stewart, and Craig David. Um, do you think that's a lot better than the Coronation lineup? Yeah, pro- yeah. So these are the big names that have said no. Elton John, Adele, Harry Styles, and Spice Girls. Elton obviously was very close to Diana, so mm-hmm. you, you got to kind of question, yeah, that. But um, yeah, you got to look and think. Ugh, probably take the Queen's lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and I and I think that's why it's it's been criticized, right? You know, it's been a big talking point of like, why is everyone saying no? So. Um, last thing on the coronation party. So if you do a coronation party, you've got to get um, like a license to do the street party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, guess how many um, applications for a street party have been made in Glasgow? In Glasgow? Yeah. 500,000. Less than one. <laughs> no. <laughs> do they not care about it? Or maybe, they, or maybe they're just like, we'll just do it anyways. No, 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 no. They're Scottish, so they don't care about the king. <laughs> That's it. So there's zero applications for street parties in Glasgow, which is the largest city in Scotland. Oh, what about Wales? I don't know. I just saw that and I thought it was ridiculous. Um, I'd, I'd expect the same. But he, he learned Welsh and stuff and he, I mean, you know, did a... It's a better episode in the crown. <laughs> okay. You have any more coordination topics? Oh, I, I thought that would be uh, of interest to Yeah, you. no, no. Definitely, I think, yeah, the the concert in particular has gotten a lot of criticism of like, they're they weren't getting people, and I mean, I'll I'll jump up, I'll do something a cappella, yeah, I'll I'll get up with Lionel. There you go. All night long. I mean, it'll be you know, I don't want to go into like a, a darker whatever, but it'll be interesting to see what Prince William has as coronation concert. And I mean, it's darker because obviously... Oh, he has to die. Yeah, yeah, which is morbid, but um, yeah. It depends if it's within what that what we heard at the bar. Yeah. If it's... She, he's got, what, seven years, if that? Yeah. Well, what, what what did we hear at the bar? On his 80th birthday, he hands it over to... To William. William, yeah. We don't know if that's true, but we'll see. Makes sense he should. Yeah. Okay, should we get into, um, I I hope you have the song ready because we're going to talk about Harry and Meghan. Uh, Scandalous. (laughs) 
I do need to put we this We started on this from last week. Um, and then Dropping the ball. When the, uh, the uh, it wasn't the squire, it was um, just squire. He was out in a bar in Leeds and this actually came on, which is ridiculous because it hasn't been out since the early 2000s. Yeah. Wait, just for the last bit. Do you remember that song? Yeah. yeah I do. Okay, um, yeah. So the news relating to the coronation is Harry is going to attend, but Meghan is staying at home because it is Archie's birthday and they're going to celebrate. Um, yeah. Obviously, this stirred up a lot of conversations, criticisms. It's the result everybody wants. Everything. Well, you know, so I actually did a poll on Instagram and I was like. Wait, so the kids aren't going? No, they're not. But it makes no sense because they gave them time. Well, we're going to get into that in a second. But I actually did a poll on Instagram of, of, of how people felt about this. Like, oh, was it a surprise? Do they think like he should stay home? Most people said they couldn't care less. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fair, brilliant. respect that. I mean, yeah. Um, so it was said that um, Harry had some demands that he wanted the king basically to do. Why so, would he be like, demanding anything? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, but, you know, like for his kids... It was rumored that his kids should have a part in the coronation, which is a bit ridiculous because it's like, so George has a part in the coronation, but like Charlotte and Louis don't like, and then, and then obviously they should be on the balcony and stuff where it's like, why, like, why do you need these demands? Like, you're not part of, you're you're not a working royal member. Like why? So, so it was rumored and I'm, and I think it's true that, that he had these demands and the king or institution said no and then Megan and, and and the kids decide well, Megan decided not to go. I don't know if uh maybe maybe they wouldn't let her wear a tiara. And she was like, Kate gets to wear one and I don't. I don't know. That could be a scenario. Um she would have to you know, I think at the Queen's funeral they said she was upset because she had to be in like the second row and you know just all the Megan stuff that usually comes out and I'm sure some of it's true I'm sure some of it's false um but yeah so it was reported that he had demands and then I also saw something I think it was the telegraph that said the king and Harry did have like a peace treaty I don't know if that's what you want to call it talk Uh, beforehand productive talks productive talk but he hasn't talked to William but this is where he kind of came out with his demands I also did an Instagram poll on that say like hey do we believe this um people were like possibly a lot of people were like heck no and I think maybe like two people said yes (laughs) yeah um so is he gonna be on the balcony so what it's been reported is he's literally only going for the coronation service. He's uh. going like in and out. And you know you know how they made a big deal. And, and we've talked about the security and stuff. Obviously, they're going to provide him security. Um, I don't know. Well, obviously, they're not going to say where, where he's staying. But I'm sure they're going to provide him a place to stay and security that are related the to the coronation. In, uh, Trafalgar Square. Yeah, probably. I mean, he was there a few weeks ago at the... Um, 
the hearing against what was it the Daily Mail or something like that, and 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 he had to pay his way then and get his own security, but um yeah, so that's the latest thing. So so I've heard a couple sides, and I'd love to get the Baron's thoughts. Um, so some people are like, you know, I I do agree, and I don't think Megan could have won if she came and if she didn't come. So I mean that 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 does suck, right? Yeah. Um, but she's not coming, so some people. You know, I think a lot of people are like, don't care, but glad she's probably not coming. Yeah. Um, and some people are like, well, you know what? She's probably doing the best thing for herself and her children because if she came, like, she would just get whatever done and, and, and things like that. Which probably, I mean, whatever she does. But, but. She'd get heckled. What? I think she'd get heckled by the crowd. Yeah. And, and that was the thing. Like, she doesn't want to get booed and stuff. Which, okay. Yeah. That sucks. But. She brought it upon herself as well. Like, she's not some innocent person that, like, hasn't done anything that's going to the UK and getting booed. That's a very different situation. If you haven't done anything but, like, the royal family or whoever really, you know, is is creating this negative narrative about you, that's one situation. But if you've done all this stuff, gone openly, talked bad, called the royal family racist, sorry, they did. They can't take that back. And then you're going to be like, oh, but they're booing me. Yeah. What do you think was going to happen? They were going to be like, oh, my gosh, Megan, you should be the next queen or something. I wonder if Megan's going to be the new Karen name. Jill. Jill. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, there's obviously that side of people are like, oh, well. And then Archie's birthday and people are thinking that the institution or whatever chose this date because it was Archie's birthday, which I was like, okay, I think that's a bit ridiculous. The coronation's bigger than them. Like, come on. And I think people were, you know, articles were saying they're trying to pick a time where... It um, might not rain in the well, UK. Yeah, it's nice weather. Parliament probably are the ones that actually decided in the end, right? Because they have to think oh, yeah, of all yeah. the government... You know, all, right, all the yeah. government kind of things. It's nice weather. Kids are out of school, right? Yeah. Or, or kids are on break or something for, for the children. Well, it's a Saturday. Well, yeah, it is. But, well, don't they get like Friday and Monday off. So is it's it, a long it weekend. I think they definitely get Monday off. Probably get Friday off. Um, Lucky ducks. But, yeah. And then the question that's come up, and I, I have this question as well. Why give your children titles if... Like, like, like that's where I am confused about because you give them these titles, like this would be the perfect place for them to use these titles that you decided to all of a sudden give them. Yeah. The kids should be there. The kids definitely should be there. Yeah. I mean, you know what? They might grow up and be like, ugh, I don't like the royal family either, which is fair. But they also might grow up and be like, oh, like that was a historical moment of my family. And I wasn't yeah, there. 100%. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, Archie, Archie's, what, turning four, I think? Yeah. Or five or something? Well, so isn't he the same age as... He's a year older. Oh, okay. So I think he's probably turning four. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, uh, I, I agree. I don't know, but do you think... Do you think the decision was always that Harry was going to go and Meghan wasn't? Or do you think... Yeah. Or do you think they would have gone if their demands were met? They'd have known them demands. It's. I'm glad he's going. 
It's yeah. a shame he's not going to be on the, the balcony, though. No, he, he's not a working royal member, though. That's like being like, okay, I mean, I know Andrew's worse than him, but right, if they let him on, they're okay, going to yeah, have to be true, like, okay, yeah. yeah, Andrew, you can come on. Even yeah. though, like, you're worse, but if, you know what I mean? And, and he won't, I don't think yeah. he'll wear his military attire. You know, it'll be like the Queen's. He'll be business casually. He'll have, like, some dark denim jeans and a nice polo. Maybe he'll look tan. Probably look tanner than the rest of them. Because yeah. he's in, from California now. No, I think it's good. I think it's good he's going. Because at the end of the day, it is his family. Um, I don't think he should be... You know, I think it's probably good that Megan's not there because maybe he won't be as influenced. Um, but I still wouldn't trust him, right? Like, Check him if he's got a mic on him. Yeah, well, like, for Will and Kate, like, I doubt, I doubt the institution or the royal family will let him be by himself with any at least of the senior royal members <sighs> yeah um I'm, okay so overall i'm glad he's going yeah i agree um it'll be interesting to see how they interact with him mm-hmm. if they if they even have a moment to interact with him yeah if there's anything in private that happens i think for for our benefit we'll have quite a lot of stuff to a lot of content to unravel oh, in the next yeah. few weeks. Yeah, um, definitely. So an, another interesting point has been made, which which I kind of see of this is, um, so since his book's come out, since the Netflix series, Megan hasn't really been out. Megan hasn't been with him. Um, I mean, she hasn't been, you know, out in general, but, you know, he's been in a lot more outings than she has been. Um, so kind of one, I don't know if you'd say it's criticism is like, she should go there to support her husband, especially everything they've done because it's pro it's not going to be nice for him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so criticism has been like, she should be there to support her husband. Like they both did the Netflix thing. You know, they, they have both, they both went on Oprah, but he's the one that's going to have to go home and kind of, you know. Deal with all of the, you know, it's and strange. and and I'm, do you think he's gonna get booed? Yeah, and he's gonna get booed by yeah, himself. Well, will. well, well, maybe they'll have him walk next to Prince Andrew, and then it could <laughs> all just be, you know, get it all over with at once, right? Yeah, they, they won't know who's booing who. <laughs> <laughs> and then Harry will probably be like, "Oh, it's for Andrew, it's, it's for Andrew, not for yeah. me." Yeah, he'd probably feel better. He's just like, "Boo, boo, <laughs> Andrew, you suck." Yeah, <laughs> pedophile. <laughs> But you know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I, I do see that point. Yeah. What do you think? I'd completely not forgotten about the book. I hadn't forgotten about the book or the Netflix show, but um, I forgot how bad it was. Like saying, William was bald, and then he grabbed my necklace and broke it and threw me down, and I fell on the dog bowl. And then he made me eat the dog bowl. The kibble got in between my teeth. And then when I had to poo, it came out whole. <laughs> I had a stinging ring. Okay, let's take it back a notch. <laughs> but but you know what? Do you know what I mean? It's like um, he said some like really just bitchy stuff in there. I know. So imagine just seeing your mom's like, and it's like so. Do you want me to remake your necklace? Or? But I don't think like. I mean, we don't know him, so this is all speculation, but I don't think he he still wants that apology. 
He still thinks he's owed an apology. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's going to go in it and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I was actually like a dick to all of you and didn't do it in private. Right, bold, bold, yeah. bold prediction. Yeah. He yeah. didn't go back. So, sorry, I called you bald, bald and said you don't look like our mom. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I His don't. His looks were fading. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think he'll go with that intent or anything like that. I think he'll be like, where's my apology? It's like the South Park episode. <laughs> like, that, that would be him. But but maybe, you know, maybe without Megan, which I think a lot of people have hinted at this and said is, he might be a little bit different. You know what I mean? Like, especially if it's just him and his family. And that's, remember at Sandringham about, you know, right before they basically left the royal family. You know, it was just him and his family that basically they wanted to talk it out. They didn't want Megan's influence and stuff like that. Maybe, you know, I don't know how much influence she has. She probably, she might have his like balls in her hand. He might take his passport. His American one? Does he have it? He doesn't have America. It's not American. Citizen. Oh, you mean he can't? They can't take away his British passport. It's an institution. No, they imagine. <laughs> I don't think they have that. They lock much him up in the Tower of London <laughs> for uh, um, what's it? I mean, we're 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 not in like the eighteen hundreds. They probably would have done that for when for like, treason. Yeah, for Henry the Eighth or something. They would have done oh, that yeah, kind right, of exactly. stuff. Um, but that would be a good episode. Is if Harry <laughs> had done this, what would the likely outcomes been based on two hundred years ago? That'd be funny. Yeah. Oh, what would Megan's? Oh my god, we should do a post on that. Oh. Let's do a post on <laughs> if Harry said this in seventeen eighty two, he would be hung. <laughs> <laughs> Megan would be sent to the whole houses. <laughs> no, um, I the kids would be married off to Prince Louis of France and Prince Albert of Spain. Uh, um, no, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, they might use this time to have an, another Sandringham House summit. Have like a family house. No, but see, that's the thing now. They have to be careful. At that time, he wasn't all about like, everyone know my business. Now, if they did that, next day, it'd be in a magazine. It'd be in the press that he hates and talks crap about. No, we didn't. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. He called them racist. Like, come no, on. No, we didn't. They're, they're, like, that is what's wrong with society now. Like, they literally do something, and then they're just like, no. And then it's like, no. There, there's video footage. No, we, no, no, we didn't. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that'll be interesting. I mean, I don't think anything big is gonna happen, at least out to the public. Um, and I don't think the royal family will 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 try and talk to Would them or anything like that. Would you put five pounds on? A thousand to one odds that there's a punch up. A punch between Harry and William. Not at the coronation. It's leaked that at one of the post events. Do you think there's a possibility? I think William will be extremely careful now. Not a slap, a backhanded slap. No, I think he'll be extremely I think they'll all be extremely careful. A kick to the balls. No, because they know he'll come Boom. out. Like the next day it'll be on like the Daily Mail or he something. He kicked me like in my that. balls and I lost a ball. I now have one test. Stop. Okay. My scrotum was oh blue before, okay. but now I just had one ball. So he probably put some of that cream or whatever on it, right? That he yeah. talks about. Oh, okay. Um, no, I think they'll they be. They call me the one bald prince. Harry, bald prince. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Are, are you done? 
I'm done. You got it out of your system. Good. Good. No, I think they'll be extremely careful. They should be. They're not dumb. The Royals have... The rest of the Royal Family's won out in all of this by just being, like, silent. I think so. There there has been things, like, that Whoever's I've seen... Whoever's doing their PS, like, nope, nope, don't, stop, don't, zip it. Well, don't say it, zip it. Just yeah. zip it, and you'll be good. And it's like, yeah. Well, I agree with you, but I've seen, like, online where some people are like, oh, this silence is just killing them. And I'm like, well, what? Like, if they said That's something... That's because we like w- the drama. Well, it would just be a back and forth, and then it would be like the Kardashians, and no one respects the Kardashians. The only way it could be resolved is, like, put on Judge Judy. Yeah, the royal family is <laughs> definitely not going to do that. Um, Imagine, um, you're suing them for $100 million. <laughs> That's like, boom, 100 million to Harry. Oh my gosh, that's he probably needs it. Well, it's like, you know, Kanye lost a lot of money when people didn't like him. Enough people don't like Harry, start losing money. I'm not comparing Kanye and Harry, but. Well, they don't like, uh, they both have uh, some similar (laughs) associations. Anyways, um, yeah, so were there any other topics you want to talk about the coronation? No, no. Okay. Um, Yeah, next next week we can go into, we did, um, YouGov released their popularity rankings of the royal family. So maybe next week we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. um, I I, want to do, if this happened in 1720 or... Well, that'll be 15, coming 68. soon. <laughs> that'll be coming soon. Um, yeah, and this week, so it's officially, I think, the 19th when the kids, the Wales kids, go back to school. So we will see William and Kate on Thursday. I think it's a Thursday, April 20th. Um, I think they're, are they going to be Manchester? I think I think it's in Manchester. I, I didn't get the right to read email. Oh, well, let me check. It's in my email. Let me, let me just double check. Um, yeah, oh, no, sorry, not Manchester. They will be in Birmingham on Thursday to celebrate the city's diverse culture and heritage and meet future leaders in the creative industries. So that's the first time we'll actually see them since the kids have been on um, break. Uh, we did see them at Easter, but, like, their first, I guess, official engagement. Um, so that'll be nice to see. It'll be, it'll be good to welcome them back. Say, say Birmingham again. Like honestly, just say like Birmingham. No, no, no. Say it like how you would American. Birmingham. I think because Birmingham, uh, Alabama, is the uh, state capital, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. I think the way that Americans say Birmingham sounds a lot better than how the English say Birmingham. Mont- Montgomery is the Alabama's capital. All right. Well, we'll so it's not Birmingham. We'll vote to change that. Um, that's ridiculous. No, is that? Don't even know where Montgomery is. Um, Montgomery is actually a very Scottish name. Wow! Well. Fun fact. All right, is it, are we are we done? Yeah, we are done. All right. So thanks everyone for listening. If you liked the episode, give us a like and money. Le- leave us a review. <laughs> um, you can reach us at Dutch D U C H and Baron at gmail dot com, or if you want to see more of our content, we do have a blog. Dutch and Baron on Substack. And we're also on Instagram, which is probably where we're the most active. 
juicy gossip, best content comes out. Yeah, yeah, and and feel free to, you know, give us ideas of things that you want to talk about or any topics you're interested in. Always interested in the royalty, but we do history stuff as well. That's that's what the Baron likes. So I like history. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone have a good week.